time, and this motherfucker can't figure out how to get the new fucking computer to work properly so he can fucking stream. It's not like it's not like you didn't buy the fucking hardware so you could to make the stream better. Jeez, <laughs> so I'm pretty bad. sure nobody could hear you either uh, until like halfway through your rant. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, let's do that again. Welcome back to the old school resupply with me, guy next door. Bringing oh, DK's in. Hang on, foreheads. Foreheads are plenty. This this has been a great show. Hang on a second. Just come on in, why don't you? You're supposed to fucking like you know message and say, oh hey guys, yeah I'm, I'm yeah I'm ready to here. come in. No, nope. so nope. that's not how it works. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, fan is too quiet. Hang on, hang on a second. New well, new fun. rig setup. New rig. Hang on. How about now? Okay, really. New rig. Who this? New rig. Who this? Steve, oh, you're. You and your fucking technical problems. You are fucking useless. Sometimes. You do sound, you do sound quiet to me too, fam. Uh, hang on. We're going to boost him up in Discord. There we go. Hey, should we um should we have another go at that again? <laughs> A go uh, at what? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> We're just starting the show. Um, <laughs> you mean third time might be the fucking show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the resupply with me, guy next door. <laughs> Me, DK! And me, Van! And Steve-O is still fucking useless! So bringing you your faultless double tap of all things Space Marines and Laser Force. Look at the hat! Yeah! I love it! I love it so much! <laughs> so, so Ducky says that he can't believe that he subbed for this shit. Honestly, Ducky, we can't fucking believe you did, did either, so... Um, well, you get what you pay for. Yeah, that's right. That is exactly right. Um, how is how is the levels on everyone? Is everyone sounding good? Uh, good is a relative term. Don't ask that. Ask if we sound balanced. Yeah, do we do we all sound balanced, or is, is am I way loud? Get out of here with your technical shit. <laughs> a little more DK and no more Steve. More than a little more DK and no more Steve. Perfect. Uh, I think I've done that. Never sound Good. balance ever. We we run Let's a and more DK. We run a tight ship around here. I tell you what. <laughs> um, um, it warms it warms my soul, my my lone yeah. soul, <laughs> to uh yeah. to see both of you rocking the resupply uh merchandise. It makes me it feel it makes me feel unified uh makes me feel like we're doing something professional <laughs> good good I although it's also mashing any... my earbuds into my head so i'm gonna take it off temporarily <laughs> yeah i don't know if 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 anything that we do or have ever done on this channel could even remotely be considered professional <laughs> but, if, but we try if, i don't even know that we try i i'm uh, mm, you know what if if, really if Twitch were handing out awards, uh, we'd definitely get a participation medal. So I'm okay with that. Um, thanks, thanks everyone for coming to hang out with us. Uh, this is this is hopefully the f the f the last issues we have on this show. <laughs> well, I'm very sorry. I was trying to be here on time, but the builder had to finish up a couple of things. <laughs> let me also, let me clarify that the last issues that I have on the show from a technical standpoint. <laughs> have, have you fucking met you? <laughs> yes, I have. I'm uh, capable 
Uh, maybe that's yeah. a present. Present is a word. Yep, I'm. All, I'm word. definitely here. Definitely here. Uh, do you mess with Steve here or not? Uh, in the chat, you mean? Go, go nuts, Maddie. You, you, you earn the right. <laughs> um, so let's let's do a couple. We'll get thick. Don't mess with me in Discord. You stay out of the show, Matt. Stay out. Um, you're not welcome here. Yeah, yeah. Get, get out. <laughs> Except for all the technical shit that we know that you do for you know Steve and the channel and all that behind the scenes. So thanks for that, but stay the fuck out of the channel. Cool. <laughs> um, Marcus is a hundred percent right. Messing with Steve is on Thursdays. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's turned. If, if he if he was getting awards for messing with Steve, he'd be right up there in in the top three. He'd be podium finish, probably number one, first equal with Smalley. Um, so there there is an air of change uh in my studio this evening what this evening it's the middle of the day today uh i'm so i'm so excited after the week that i've had considering 2020 being like balls yeah shit ass (laughs) yeah fucking terrible year this week (laughs) this week has has felt pretty good uh so um our one of our locals here in auckland local laser force players uh yappy has uh assisted not assisted he basically did all the work um <laughs> co-built a, a, a new uh pc for me this week and it got delivered and it is magnificent it's uh oh it's it's got lights on it um you can barely hear it uh it's it's huge which usually means it's better as <laughs> Dan pointed out to me today. <laughs> he sent me a dick pic and was like, Ooh, check it out, Steve. Um, but hey, you know, when you're proud of it, you have to show That's show exactly it right. <laughs> uh, I had a new mouse turn up. Uh, I went and bought a new monitor today, which uh, thank you very much for everyone who subscribes uh, to the channel because you guys have actually helped um, upgrade the quality of the equipment that i'm using um so like from the from the bottom of my heart thank you so much everyone for for the subscriptions and the bits and everything that you guys do to help us make the channel a little better than it is um but oh my goodness this monitor so i was i was looking at buying a monitor today uh and i sent than a message and i was like which one of these should i get and he was like get the big one <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like are you sure but it's not too big he's like no bigger is better get a big one <laughs> like, okay i got you and uh i am not i i do not have an ounce of buyer's remorse this screen is massive and i love it um mostly because i can see myself uh you know you're very narcissistic yeah like oh yeah absolutely yeah. uh lighting is terrible is the lighting terrible it's a little blown out i suppose i could fix that i'm not going to we got more important shit to worry about uh and the bottom of his empty wallet that's exactly right stallion i have no more money left (laughs) and i just got paid so it's going to be a tight two weeks um right so uh and yet the first stream after getting all the new stuff technical is because i hadn't done a stream yet and so i wasn't sure if all the settings had carried across they didn't. didn't they didn't um that's okay we'll, we'll go you through know, all of this again not. next you know, maybe 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 if we were professional we would have checked that in advance <sighs> we got Strong. on like like 10 minutes to go till we went live <laughs> and i was i was too enamored with how good the screen looks to worry about checking any settings um good. you're making me feel less less self-conscious about showing up late and then just barging in 
haircut looks good, by the way. Oh, thanks. Look, look at little Sean. Yeah. Um, yep. I'd also... Yeah, look at you with the Daddy D- DK haircut. Good, but... <laughs> daddy DK. I'm your daddy. <laughs> yeah, he'd have way more leather on if he was Daddy DK. Um, I mean, you're not wrong. I've seen that picture. But... <laughs> uh, so one last bit of housekeeping for me, uh, whilst I revel... There we go. <laughs> revel in the fact that we got a new PC, and once this is over, I'm going to play Forza the rest of the day. Um... I want to wish a very special happy birthday to old man Than's better half, Julie, for her New Zealand birthday. Much better half. Yeah, better, like better, better three quarters, really. <laughs> none of these are incorrect statements. Yeah. I mean, um, there is, yeah, no, none of those are incorrect statements. Have the happiest birthday tomorrow when you end up celebrating over there. We'll, we'll celebrate here today for you, and then you take over tomorrow. So that's that's how we're gonna roll. Um, did you guys want to talk about anything before we get going into into today's uh, show? <laughs> no, man, we got a lot to cover. We do have a lot to cover. <laughs> quit, uh, yeah, I quit think, fucking around. I, yeah, I think we've killed enough time to let people get into the stream with our technical issues and you, you know, need, needing to cl- clean yourself up after describing your 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 new computer and everything. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> I got some of my hair. <laughs> oh, I gotta throw this hat away. Look, I'll let you in on a secret. This this hair doesn't stay shiny on its own. <laughs> Why me? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> we, uh, as the the title of this uh, podcast would suggest. Um, oh yes, Heathen. I'll I'll stream Forza for you. I'll stream it and um uh discord though so if you're if you're around maybe have a look on there um so yeah we we've done this style of pot sorry let me let me say that again we've ripped this idea off in a previous podcast um (laughs) so we thought we'd go back to the well and there was a number of reasons we wanted to do this film of all films um not only is it relevant to the laser force scene um but obviously, with the very sad passing of uh, Sir Sean Connery, was he a Sir? I don't no. remember. I don't feel no. like I've usually heard him referred to as such. No, no. I don't think so. You know no. what? We are giving you a posthumous knighthood, <laughs> Mister Connery. Yeah, so, so. Gin- gingerly touch our tips on your shoulders. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we thought we'd do we'd do it now. Obviously, we've been talking about it for a few weeks. He was a Sir. That's what I thought, Al. That's what I thought. Um, so yeah, we we uh, we did a, a a group Discord watch party last night. Uh, there was actually would have been what maybe a dozen of us in there, um, right. and Ooh. for a couple of the viewers in there, it was their first time watching the film. Um, wow. okay. And I did ask both of them what they thought, and both of them said. Uh, they don't know what the fuck was going on. So uh, <laughs> it's, you know that's a that is a fairly <laughs> accurate way, way to describe that. And before we jump into like everything, so 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 I had to rewatch it today just because the way my schedule worked out, it it was today after I got off work. Could have stayed up. Um, no, um, <laughs> and and I and I rewatched it via um, Amazon Prime. Yeah. So. I don't know what you know what source you guys were, were using to do the community stream, but the prime stream 
they it it it's obviously been like upsampled into HD, and holy fucking shit, it looked fucking terrible. It was <laughs> so it was it was so there, there was so much digital noise in so many of the scenes because obviously, I mean, with the movie being released in you know fucking 1986, it was in you know SD to start with, and it's now been bumped up. Like, hey, we're gonna be able to. It, it like literally what the the first scene coming in it was just like and of course th- these are things that are like you know you just notice it's like oh my god that's so there's so much digital noise there what the fuck why couldn't they have just left that alone but that was that was just my initial rant on just the movie looked fucking terrible because <laughs> it had been upsampled and all that just like killed but you know so starting to Drinking every time a Laser Force Highlander sound effect was heard probably didn't help the comprehension. Uh, if only you'd been there for the Aliens rewatchables. Cause, yeah, uh, I was like, that one you would just be dead. <laughs> alcohol poisoning yeah. a plenty. <laughs> um, he then got it mixed up with Braveheart. He came in and he was like, this isn't Highlander. <laughs> we were like, oh, yeah, it is. He's like, no, it's not. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. It's like, it looks exactly like the movie that we're watching. Um, but uh dk do you want to do you want to kick us off do you want to take take the helm if you will yeah sure do here we go all right rewatchables highlander coming at you from the dawn of time we came moving silently down through the centuries struggling to reach the time of the gathering when the few who remain will battle to the last it's the there? 1980s <laughs> <laughs> and a group of immortal swordsmen have been summoned to new york city where else yeah to compete in a fight to the death for a mysterious prize that will allow the winner to control the destiny of humankind our hero is connor mcleod the titular highlander from the 16th century in scotland pursued by an evil immortal known as the kurgan mcleod has to leave his old life behind and is eventually trained in the art of sword fighting and the ways of immortals by juan sanchez villalobos ramirez an ancient egyptian spangard scotsman <laughs> Who informs McLeod that their kind can only be killed when their heads are severed from their bodies. Awesome! But it's not all fun and games, because as Ramirez says, there can be only one. And apparently being immortal means your sperm don't work no more. Kurgan gives Ramirez the old French haircut, and McLeod has to watch his wife die childless. Big bummer there. Flash forward back to the 1980s, McLeod takes on the persona of a man named Russell Nash, but his true identity is eventually uncovered by NYPD forensic scientist and metallurgist Brenda Wyatt. Connor th- thinks she's totally smoking hot, but his plumbing don't work, so they have some risk-free 1980s sex, and he's like, peace out. <laughs> but then the Kurgan kidnaps Brenda to draw out McLeod, like some sort of bad WWE storyline, and he pulls out the old katana and gets to winning that prize. Oh, uh, Kurgan also drops that he raped McLeod's wife back in the day. Not cool, bro. McLeod gives him the old uh, anime delay cut to the neck and then does some crazy shit with the quickening. A newly empowered McLeod lives happily ever after with Brenda and hopes to give humanity a new era of tolerance and peace. And that's where we pick up with Highlander. Very good. Wow. Very, um, very good. Wow. Uh, if, if you haven't seen that film before, boom, you just watched it uh, with Les, Les Queen. Les <laughs> Queen, yeah. Um, that was the whole movie. I'm off now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's been the resupply for this week. Peace out, guys. <laughs> Back to foreheads. Push. Um, <laughs> wow. That was awesome. <laughs> um, that was actually fucking ridiculous. That was um, so good. When when did you watch it last, DK? 
uh two days ago oh, okay cool so i actually had to watch it in like two different pieces because <laughs> we've had the builder in and out and i had to like not be watching a weird sex scene while he's trying to ask me questions about what what we want for the grout in in between the tiles so right. uh yeah i feel like that could have been a little awkward yeah did you say that's athlete's foot because uh because <laughs> that's the worst thing to go in the grout <laughs> um right well should we go are we doing die hard next month that like i i, oh, I love me some die hard uh yeah, find a way to make it laser force related because that what's the lane we're trying to stay in right now so yeah, don't step yeah, yeah. too much I, in fact, I think uh, rewatchables on the Ringer might have already done Die Hard. I'd have to double check that, but we might uh, so. we might be treading on old territory now. It is a and Christmas movie. It it, it, it it is a Christmas movie, but you 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 people think that we plan these things like multiple weeks in advance or something. What do you mean, you oh. people? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You're, you're... <laughs> chat, chat, chat thinks we like actually plan this shit out in advance or something. Yeah, no, we, we barely don't. plan anything. Um, I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, we so. barely check our settings before we start a show. Uh, and we by barely, I mean, yeah, we don't. <laughs> um, right. Well, so what was the first category one? Yes, yeah, so let's go to the categories. Category one: most rewatchable scenes. I have a few. Do you guys have okay, a few? Go ahead and start us, yeah, right, well, start us out, Steve. Okay, well, uh, so I, I, mine are in chronological order because I made a bunch of notes, obviously, when we watched the movie last night. Um, but, like, I think by far my favorite scene, which happens to be the first one that's in there, uh, is the first battle battle scene. So, like, when McLeod shows up on the, the battlefield and sees the Kurgan for the first time in his armor, and he's standing oh, there that one. Okay. yeah and he's standing there and his like bone armor and he's got his crazy bone helmet skull on and somebody made a uh, a call last night about what the hell kind of skull is that what makes that kind of skull um which is an interesting point if you if you've seen the second highlander i think it's supposed to be a bear uh, nope 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 no? nope you're not we're not we're not just nope. <laughs> oh, you're the second Highlander. Yeah, okay. No. There, there, there was one, to... and that's it. Okay, I think it's supposed to be a bear skull, but I'm not totally sure. Well, it's it's like quite wide, and like, it's huge. It's quite wide. It doesn't look like a, a prop. The prop department, hundred percent right, Ducky. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's. I think that's my favorite. Uh, and the other thing that I always remember is uh, when the Kurgan goes for a joy ride with brenda uh, that's <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> that's my second favorite like rewatchable scene every time that comes on i just remember him like like just giving her so much shit <laughs> uh and like mocking how she's screaming and stuff i love that so yeah. much um oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing um what have you guys got so well, I mean, 100% the sword right. fights are all are all kind of cool. Yeah. Um, personally, my favorite one that's in there is the duel between Kurgan and Ramirez, Ramirez yeah. uh, when they're fighting in the tower and it's like falling all around them yeah. and that kind of stuff. I think, at least from a cinematography standpoint, that's probably the best scene or at least the best fight scene in the film. Um, the final duel between Connor and the Kurgan is also cool, but there's something about like the dark lighting that really bothers me when they actually are like on the floor oh, in some really? studios. I like that. Yeah, I like, like it's... the second half better than the first half uh, because like when you when you watch it in high def 
and it looks all pretty average you can see how poorly <laughs> choreographed the soul fighting actually is mm-hmm. the, the dark kind of helps to cover some of that up and me. i think that's why they chose to go with that lighting <laughs> yeah. so to me that one is definitely second tier behind the ramirez versus kurgan duel yeah that one's that one's on my list too that the ramirez versus kurgan yeah um, dan what do you got um i mean you guys haven't really i mean basically what's on my list is what you guys have already said it was this is this is actually one of those movies where um you know that there isn't really anything that like jumps out as a scene and says you know this is fucking amazing Mm. um you know from a from a from a technology standpoint at at the time the the, the first scene when they're in Madison Square Garden, which obviously wasn't really Madison Square Garden, and <laughs> not nearly enough seats, <laughs> not nearly enough seats, and there's and and there's the overhead um, camera shot that that that's that, that's tracking through, and you know now you would look at that and go, oh, that's a drone shot. Um, that turns the time, <laughs> No, and that's and at at the time, like that was actually a very technically difficult shot to to do Mm. Um, so so from a from a technical filmmaking standpoint like that is actually a very kind of cool scene to rewatch and and remember that oh this was filmed in 80 85 86 at least in 86 filmed in 85 i think i don't think it came out until 86 Mm. yeah um and that and, and just knowing that you know to to do what they did with that shot with it being computer controlled and on and on rails and stuff at the time was actually a yeah it was it was not an easy thing to do it probably it probably ate up a chunk of their budget to do that shot um yeah and so that's pretty cool but i mean, honestly like i mean as as mentioned with with the you know some of the swords the sword fighting scenes and actually we'll kick that probably to things that aged aged badly so (laughs) leave that alone for for, yeah i also didn't want to step on like half-ass internet research but one of with you mentioning the technical difficulty that shot i feel like one reason why russell bouquet the director um might have had some more familiarity with that kind of shot is that he had sort of made his chops in the industry by um doing like rock music videos and filming things like concert venues and all that. So it may have been why he kind of had that idea to be able to, to use that kind of wide angle rail shot to then, you know, zoom in on Connor and that huge crowd and all that. <laughs> huge. Um, yeah. Huge. I had, um, uh, as, as kind of like a bonus thing, uh, the boat scene <laughs> where they're in the boat in the lock (laughs) (laughs) i love that whole scene man it's so fun and like it's you know obviously when where mcleod um finds out that he's immortal uh and he like is goofy as underwater like laughing and (laughs) (laughs) and they like they trade insults which are awesome uh you know he's like i'm actually we'll get there (laughs) yeah well this kind of leads us into it's a number Death two. Quotes. Yeah, if you guys want to go yeah. into the initiated well, anymore. At, at least in, yeah, other rewatchable scenes of the, the flashbacks. So we definitely get other flashbacks of like McLeod through time. My two favorites are 
one the one where he's challenging like that 18th century aristocrat to a duel yeah. but he's super drunk <laughs> and he just gets stabbed yeah. like over and over and over again the guy keeps thinking he's won the duel but connor keeps getting up until he like finally apologizes for insulting the guy's wife or whatever i think yeah, that yeah. it was Cole, what it was supposed to be about calls it i can't remember what he calls it or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's a good one and I actually, I also kind of enjoy the origin story of Rachel, Connor's assistant, um, the young Jewish girl that he saves from the Nazis. Yeah. Um, because killing then, Nazis is, is always, you know, top tier. Is always the, the correct move. Uh-oh. Yeah. And yeah, when she asks uh, why he doesn't die after being shot and he replies, it's a kind of magic. So obviously a reference to another Queen song yeah. that's in there because those are also sprinkled throughout the film. Yeah. Are they? <laughs> just a just a little just a yeah. sousson of uh queen yeah. yeah do we have do we have other ones or we want to move on to uh, so al, al actually mentioned i think it was al or somebody mentioned in in the um screening last night that they loved um loved the church scene um mm. specifically the kurgan in the church scene and how like well he plays that character <laughs> in the church scene oh we're getting to that one yeah, that yeah, one yeah. may be make don't, an appearance don't, another don't get ahead of us. <laughs> um all right number that two can go in most rushable scenes but i have other notes about that scene in another category <laughs> number two uh best quote best quotes <laughs> i mean okay so so i think I, th- I think we have to you know there's 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 the obvious ones there's the one that ones that show up um you want to do the honors I don't know. It's it's one of those things like we are we already know at, as a given. You know there can be only one. Okay, do we really need to <laughs> you know talk talk through that any more than than it already is? But um, all the actors give it like their own flair and their own reading. That's like so iconic. Yeah. Uh the like the Kurgans is clearly the best. Yeah, there, there can, can be, be only one. one. Yeah, it's so good. The gravitas, man. It's so awesome. You don't like the hard zoom on Christopher Lambert. There can be only one <laughs> at the end. Yeah, that's so yeah. weird. <laughs> My man. college roommate used to make fun of that so hard. <laughs> like, I think we actually ripped that that sound file for something, and I think he, he like messed with my computer. So every time I would start it up, it would be Christopher Lambert's voice saying, "There can be only one." <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, I'm a big fan of the dude who says it on Zach and Mary make a porno. That dude's pretty funny. <laughs> there can be only one. <laughs> um, different film, different film. Uh, yeah, so there's clearly that. Um, like, so my favorite thing, my favorite quote is actually yeah. is is actually a, a lyric which I, okay. I suppose counts and it's the thing that makes me love that every time i hear it like i get so amped to watch this film um but it's the here we are <laughs> like i love it so much like every time we play highlander and it plays in the maze every time i watch the film just like Fuck yeah, let's go! um and i think that's partially why i love the, the movie <laughs> See, at least from a laser force standpoint, like here's my thing on that. In the older versions of the software, um, the game started immediately, like after the Sean Connery reading of the introduction. Yeah. Without the Queen song. Oh, really? The Queen song only got added in later. Um, Technical, technical thing there. The reason that it did that for us originally 
is because we had the North American version of 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 the the um, software because of license and and oh so that was specifically a North American thing it, then. it was specifically okay. a North a, a North American thing when we when we said fuck it and installed the Australian version of gotcha of, of the software that was when the change happened and then now in the windows version it's like it's all it's yeah. all the same but it actually um, threw me the first couple of times that we played oh, it when the premiums that came on so like <laughs> yes, i still did. have a certain partiality to not hearing that at the game start because based on how popular highlander was at our site for the first definitely the first few years that sac yeah, was open sure. Um, between that and Space Marines, like Highlander was among the individual game formats. That was kind of like the one that was considered to be the advanced game and the one that kind of proved your chops as an individual player. Mm. A little, little pun yep. in there for you. Um, but so just, so yeah, just hearing like the, from the dawn of time we came, like automatically gets my heart racing a little bit. I'm like, fuck, oh fuck, okay, okay, gonna go in. Don't wanna get missile, don't wanna get missile. the last. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the 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 first time that that happened in in Sacramento, I had this very clear memory of like, like, was going to move, pause, and went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, and then and then you know continued, but yeah, there was there, there, there was this definite moment of, I don't know what the fuck. I mean, I know what the fuck <laughs> is happening. From? <laughs> so Al said it's the greatest part of the game, Highlander. I have to agree. I did think it's the best part of the film too, in my opinion. Um, did you guys have any other? Well, have, I assume you have a bunch of different quotes that you dug. Actually, not that many, because I mean, we do have still obvious stuff that comes in from the Laser Force software. The most obvious one being the sensation you're feeling is the quickening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got quotes that 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 aren't, um, you know related to the software because i i just yeah. figured that, that that those were all i mean the givens those are right? all obvious yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're givens I mean, for for us and you know the the experience that that we have with the game to to the movie it's like yeah those, those are all going to be things that, that that are fine um so some of my favorite quotes um you know from the the infamous you know lock training scene um the i cannot swim you spanish pe peacock <laughs> like, like yep yeah that's for some reason that line just strikes me as funny it's like okay you look like a woman you stupid huggers <laughs> yeah there's there, there's so much there, there's so much good there and then and then um you know the kurgan i mean how can you how can you not appreciate you know the the happy halloween ladies when he's you know barking <laughs> at, at the nun in, in um, the church because I mean, come on, that's that's awesome. Do the full quote. Um, Say it all. What did he, he do? Do the full quote, including the noise. <laughs> go, go do it. Halloween. Fuck no, can't do it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> now brain, 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 brain locked up. It's not going to happen. Sorry. I'm going to strain my I, voice too much trying to do the Kirkin voice. So that's not going to happen. It's really in the pie. I appreciate you setting me up to fail there. So fuck you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what else are friends for? Um, pretty much. And, and then, and, and then when when he um, is basically joy joy joyriding with the the old woman after he rips the the guy out of the car, it's like, mom, oh. mom. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, ah! I didn't think of that one. 
Yeah. Then she, as they drive away, she's like, "Oh my god, Daddy, Daddy, save me, Daddy!" I'm like, "What?" Whoa. <laughs> Which, Which yeah, in some, in, in some other context, that could that could go very different places. Um, and then, <laughs> fun and fact: then, that was actually Mike Pence and his wife. <laughs> Twenty twenty, yeah, and then and then from the um, Ramirez Kurgan um, fight, the um, tonight tonight you sleep in hell, you know when Ramirez you know briefly thinks he's got a you know a chance because he's you know cut the Kurgan's throat a little bit. Yeah, my cut has improved your voice. I think is a better line from that scene personally. Um, big fan of I have something to say. It's better to burn out than to fade away. Now, obviously, that's not his like he didn't say that originally, but I'm glad no. they referenced it. It's but awesome. it's a great reading. Oh, it's I'll so just say good. that. So good. Um, I'm very partial to again. I already mentioned it in my rewatchable scenes when he's uh, fighting the the SS officer after he saves Rachel. And the guy's like yelling at him in German and he says, Hey, whatever, Jack, you're the master race. And then he just machine guns him. I was like, that's perfect. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was definitely one I was like, Yeah, that's good. A little bit of you know, a little bit of comic relief when you're killing Nazis is never again, never a terrible Well it's so weird because they like they jump in and out of the comedic stuff, but it's so yeah. like it's so grating when they do it. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of par for the course for a lot of 1980s stuff, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I mean, this is this this is a movie that you know couldn't figure out what the fuck it wanted to be. So, you know, which is part of its sense. charm, to be fair. It is definitely part of its charm. Yeah. Um, any other ones? I'm a man, think- not a fish. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> I think for I think for quotes for I, I think we're pretty solid. So moving on to what's aged the best, and and I'm just gonna throw this out to start with the fucking soundtrack. Oh yeah, the soundtrack is by far the thing that has aged the best out of this movie because Queen just fucking murdered this soundtrack. Oh yeah, my for sure. fucking yeah. god! And if you think that Queen didn't absolutely kill the soundtrack. Um, you need to get the fuck out of my life because I don't need that sort of <laughs> ne- negativity around me. So, they, yeah. so re rewatching this film, um, and I realized that actually, without the soundtrack, the film is a little bit shit, uh, and it takes it from being like an average film to being a pretty great, memorable film, and I think that's mostly due to the soundtrack like the soundtrack is just so damn good and the soundtrack it, makes a big difference it's such a shame that nobody does that anymore get like a band to come in and do like all of the music for the for the film um that would make me very happy if somebody did that <laughs> yeah it didn't really happen all that much after the 80s i had a note on this in some other later section i don't remember when it was i'm sure it'll come up yeah. later um, but yeah, that was much more common in like the 1970s and 1980s of hiring an actual band to do a full album or full soundtrack for a film. It's something that isn't really around. I mean, you'll have a composer who will probably do a soundtrack, but in terms yeah. of like yeah. an actual, like, like a rock band with lyrics or something like that, it's so, not common anymore. Yeah. I mean, like Dr. Dre does a lot of music produ- production for films. Mm-hmm. Like he did, I think he did Bad Boys 2 
maybe bad boys 3 i'm not sure but um he like his uh his score is very like um recognizable if you know you know what to kind of look out for uh will listen out for but yeah like it's real rare that a band will come in and do do a do a soundtrack the, the one well, that Huh? Uh, I I was going to say the one that like jumps out to mind was the Tron soundtrack from, you know, whenever the last Tron film came out and Daft Punk did most of the the music for that. Mm, Um, Sure. But yeah, I don't, you know, it's a little different when you're an EDM group instead of like a a rock band. Well, I think, I I think part of the issue there um, is, you know, I mean, Queen stylistically was not exactly a band that you could pigeonhole like they could do a lot of different stuff and within that lot of different stuff like you would go oh yeah that's queen partially because freddie mercury's voice is so distinctive and so ridiculously amazing Mm. and, and 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 can handle such a wide range of uh musical styles and sound appropriate within all all of those styles. Um, I think the, the the challenge you you run into trying to have a band do a, do an entire soundtrack for a movie is really, I mean, you know, bands te- bands tend to have sounds, mm. and you know, does that sound and what their ranges translate to being able to do a movie soundtrack, mm. which I, which is this whole other rabbit hole that we could probably go down if we really you know we're that type of channel but we're not so i'm going to stop it there um these fools they need to do a movie soundtrack <laughs> you know i would i would buy that soundtrack i would absolutely they're real, buy that because they're, they're real fucking good like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, everybody everybody on the channel if you if you have not gone and listened to these four walls you really fucking need to oh it's so good um, yeah. um so uh, anyway. i mean to kind of add to that like you know if you look at like um who wants to live forever that's like tonally like quite sad and then like <laughs> al said aren't these fools doing the soundtrack to the resupply of the musical i would no, that's, that's, no, that's my first point that's 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 doing that because we already have so <laughs> yeah did you i don't know if you some other band if yeah. either of you had seen it but we we basically were uh talking about doing the resupply of the musical <laughs> um and it was it was also i can't remember what stream that was what stream was that on now uh what show I, I can't remember it might have been thunderdome i don't i don't recall. this is what happens when you have too much fucking content you can't keep it all straight <laughs> yeah um but yeah like for them being able to do like uh like sad tonal like um emotive uh score and you know and like a, a sad scene like with um uh McLeod's Heather, getting old Heather yeah. that's her name. Heather, yeah. Um and then going to like, you know, the the scene with um the Kurgan and um other lady. Fuck, I have the names written down. Brenda. Brenda. <laughs> Brenda. Um, you know, their joyride and stuff. Like it's it's so good to listen to. Um these four Yeah, Thunderdome, yeah, I think it was. These four Thunderdome Thursday walls. <laughs> These four domes? These four Thunderdomes? <laughs> just mash that shit up. Um, 
Well played, Ducky. Did you want to add to that, Deco, or you want to go into like some more what age the bests? Um, I won't speak for the sword fights themselves, the choreography in this film, but okay. just the idea of having a bunch of sword fights in films is objectively cool and has only gotten better since the 80s. Um, I feel like that's become much more of a trope of modern filmmaking is like the hand-to-hand combat or duels with swords or some other kind of similar weapon yeah and i won't say highlander pioneered that but certainly kind of expanded that a little bit in the 80s yeah um because we'd already had at that point we already had star wars we already had conan the barbarian so it's not like it wasn't in the ether but people running around new york city getting in sword fights still wasn't a super common thing but i mean we still got two months left in 2020. Anything could happen. <laughs> well, and like the fact that everyone had their own style of sword as well was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't just like everyone's got a broadsword and they're swinging at, at each other. Um, you know, like uh, Ramirez had his katana and then like um, there was like the the scimitar from the dude that McLeod meets up with on the bridge at the end. Um, yeah, Castigar. Yeah, Castigar um mm-hmm. yeah and then like the the toledo salamanca <laughs> yeah the seal sword <laughs> um what age the best i reckon Connor mcleod aged pretty well during the whole film he he looked <laughs> he looked pretty damn good for a uh thousand yeah however how old he was yeah, it's yeah, like 450 at the time and yeah. and on that note, I think that Heather McLeod also aged pretty damn well, if you know what I mean. <laughs> she was a, 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 a. I don't know, old age makeup. That was a, a little rough, even for the eighties. Yeah, it was. She, she, she looked. She looked good. She that looked good like, in old. That age. was like old age makeup on Sigourney Weaver's daughter in Aliens <laughs> that we got into. <laughs> um. No, but you know, like, well, well done, Connor McLeod. Batting above your average, there, mate. Good work um yeah she was definitely much nicer than his first wife <laughs> yeah oh my goodness the how quickly all of those people turned is awful <laughs> and they were like should we talk about it she was like nah burn him <laughs> are you sure yeah, you don't want to hear his size no way man just kill him <laughs> um Allah, so good uh anything else for <laughs> burn him anything else for <laughs> what age the best I think just the no. whole concept of the immortals is a really fun concept. And since that spawned a whole expanded universe, I mean, we can talk about whether any of these expanded universe t- stories are actually good, but it's undoubtedly, it's a successful concept <laughs> at the least. So I guess that's aged pretty well. If you can keep getting kind of commercial real estate out of an idea, I mean, that's something. I mean, I yeah. watched the first 15 minutes of the, of the sequel and all I remember, yeah, all I remember, I turned it off. I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? They were in like a weird elevator. <laughs> so strange. Um, right. Well, so that will lead into number four. What age the worst? <laughs> um, every single cool. attempt at a sequel to this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so, the, so, so the, 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 the movie sequels, and this is actually this actually go, goes to an 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 unanswerable question. Why the fuck did they bother with movie sequels? You know, we'll just, we'll <laughs> look, just, some we'll of them are good. 
the movie sequels get fucked. Now, aliens? No, oh, I'm, you I'm just mean sequels in general. Sequels in general, I, yeah. Oh, okay, you're talking about in general, yeah, but not, yeah. Not sequels oh, okay, 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 my bad. No, I misunderstood. As my man Lejeune <laughs> says, there can be only one. It's right there in the name. <laughs> yeah, I'm talking about high, now. Now, if you want to m- make an argument that the TV series that it spawned, which followed Duncan McLeod of of the Clan McLeod, as be that was actually decent. It, it was decent TV. Like that. That I will. And it was kind of in. It, it was in the same universe, but it wasn't. Which was. It, it was. You know. It's weird. like parallel dimension, yeah. kind of pa- pa- parallel dimension ish. So that, was he a but, Highlander? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. D- D- Duncan was born in like these the 1600s or something, and 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 they do actually reference in the series his his cousin Connor ki- killing the Kurgan, which is like, okay, so you're you're in you have to be in a parallel universe because you're still existing yeah because there could be only one (laughs) yeah so whatever but But there were so many yeah but but there were so many um so other things that aged poorly uh wow um there's not that much that aged well is the problem like there are so many things in this movie that you kind of look at and go Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> that um, that, I mean, the at the time it was it was it was fine because it was you know it was the mid '80s, whatever. But it was a know, more savage age. It was definitely a more savage age. But like you but said, the, the the noise quality in the in the film is like it covers a multitude of sins. So like some of these films were so much better back in, in the analog age. Yeah. <laughs> But but things th- things that age age badly. Um, Candy's hair, actually, most of <laughs> females' hair. And, Hi, and, I'm Candy. <laughs> yeah, of yes, course you are. You are. Of course you are. Uh, so yeah, okay. Um, during the the um, interrogation scene, the um, the officer basically you know saying the super that, homophobic yeah. line of questioning. Yeah. yeah, the super homophobic line of questioning. I'm like, yeah. Uh, that, he, said that... the f word <laughs> far far good yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, to, yeah to call, called him a faggot accused him for being down there for for a for, 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 job and cruising for a piece of ass <laughs> it was like okay, yeah that that definitely didn't age no. age well um the um brenda's earrings during the um, dinner scene those things were f- Hmm. You didn't. You didn't notice the earrings. I there was like that. They, they were these huge. Yeah, the big like. I guess yeah. they just like chuck yeah. that into the rest of the eighties decor. Yeah, yeah. Look, but that's that's not making a comeback, yo. But it was so. But it was so distracting that I literally made. Um, Want to become famous, Maddie? Are you around? <laughs> I got it. Ah, oh, good man. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It was such a. Um, it was so it was so distracting that I, I literally made a specific note like oh my god these fucking earrings. Like let me draw them real quick for you. <laughs> yeah, no. So, so I mean that's that... they were too bad. I've seen I've seen worse earrings. <laughs> so at a at a high level, that's that's mine. What do you guys got? Uh, yeah, Dan- I had I had the homophobic line of questioning yeah. the detective giving the cloud. That was definitely in there. I was like, ooh, yeah. Geez. Uh, yelling your own name during battle. <laughs> <laughs> McLeod! 
McLeod, McLeod. I'm gonna do that next time we play Highlander. I'm just gonna yell <laughs> McLeod like the whole time. Uh, reasonable voiceovers. <laughs> 80s voiceovers. My goodness, uh, some of the syncing issues are terrible. And it starts from like mm. right at the start where it where in in the garden where it like pans over the crowd and there's that one like lady she's like yeah they're always like stood out to me even from when like i watched it as a kid <laughs> i was like yeah ah, that's what? an editing issue yeah so, yeah um, um yeah poorly made scottish towers uh <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh accents specifically Christopher Christopher Lambert Scottish accent, <laughs> Christoph so, Lambert. <laughs> so yeah, there's a there's a whole thing with that in half ass in oh, yeah. internet. We'll get there. So, we'll get yeah. we'll get there. We'll uh, get there. Sean Connery as a Spanish Egyptian person, <laughs> and uh, uh, looking through your date's stuff when you go to her house. Um, that's aged pretty poorly, <laughs> I think. You can't just rummage okay. someone's shit. <laughs> Even if, you know, they have a tape recorder and a gun like a weirdo. Uh, I don't know, man. You gotta be careful these days. You never know what kind of shams you're gonna get into <laughs> on Tinder. <laughs> I'm just gonna go to the bathroom. Can I leave my bag here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can you always check the medicine cabinet. <laughs> Let me, I'll look after your bag and I definitely won't go through it. You go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's what i have <laughs> what, yeah what um, have you got? i also have very 80s damsel in distress tropes oh, um, yeah. okay brenda yeah. actually i feel like goes through most of the film as a likable and smart Strong. secondary protagonist yeah where she actually and, has a lot of input on what's going on she figures out the whole mystery she knows that there's something weird going on with this russell nash guy but then by the end of the then film, the she end. just gets wasted as a stock female love interest and hostage for the big bad. I like <laughs> disappointing. McLeod turns up on the roof and instead of being like, Connor, I'm up here. She just goes Aah! at him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just she's like screaming. Yeah. I was like, well, you can see him. Just yell out to him. Be like, bro. So that's disappointing. Um, I mean, likewise for Heather McLeod, but she doesn't really have that many lines and she sure as shit doesn't pass the Bechdel test. So, <laughs> well, and, um, and, and the, yeah. and, and, and the, the, the reason that I don't, I don't put the Heather McLeod character into the same category is like, because, because of the, the time talking, frame but... in which, in which that was, you know, set. It's like, I can I I can I can make a little more allowance for the damsel in distress character with the with the with the time period. It's not it's not great, but that bugs me a lot less than the Brenda character t- t- turning into the standard stock um, love interest hostage. So yeah, I don't know. It, it is a shame. It feels like. You know, probably could have treated her with a little more respect, but it was the '80s, so <laughs> stupid '80s. I guess she helps a little bit in the Kurgan fight by like blocking one of the one of the uh, sword cuts with the the, with pipe, the pipe or whatever it was. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, other than that, not really a whole lot for her to do. And there was a couple last times, twenty minutes of the film, she like bopped him one time with a pipe, and then and then I think she blocked as well. You know, just before. Uh, the Kurgan was likely to to do the deed 
and then uh, we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to the other part. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, any more? Uh, those are the most egregious ones to yeah. me, but yeah, a lot of the stuff is just editing related, and that could also be chalked up a little bit to the budget limitations of the film at the time. Sure, and maybe like technology limitations. Technology, inexperience as to like that kind of <laughs> film from the director, so it's Duck- a whole Duck- panoply said, thing. There was an amazing amount of pipe lying around in the 80s. <laughs> real, bad, real bad, real bad crack epidemic. Me. Is... My man Connor definitely was laying some pipe in that film, though. <laughs> <laughs> and he was also yelling McLeod as he did it. <laughs> um, oh, and so, so, so something that Shawnee just mentioned um, about the about the scene scene at the the zoo, the eighty zoo, like um, like see, the the lion enclosure, lion enclosure, and I'm looking at that going, yeah, that's, sad animals, that's, yeah, sad, sad animals. It's called, just just concrete nothing else it's like that that actually gave gave me a legit moment of oh <laughs> oh humans are terrible yeah. we've been terrible for a long time i hope the, the kurgan wins <laughs> <It's just right. laughs> usher humanity in that era of darkness we deserve it <laughs> i don't think i ever noticed before in that scene how he kind of just pops out from behind the wall and just hangs around in the background and then disappears again <laughs> it's so weird that whole scene is really strange but yeah you're right it's really weird how they are how they're getting busy and then it like all of a sudden cuts to the scene um i gotta say watching watching the movie last night in discord felt a little uh awkward it was like it was like when sex scenes come on in films when you're watching a film with your parents. That's how it kind of <laughs> felt. <laughs> and I don't know why, because it's like, because, you know, like, we're all friends. But maybe it was because it's like Al and Traj were both there. And I was like, oh, you guys could be like my dad. <laughs> maybe not my dad. Sorry, I guess that's a no on the Wild Things rewatchables then. <laughs> Hard pass. I'm going to watch that one by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, right. Number five. All right, number five. We have the Michael Brandt heat check performance for the actor who wasn't in a lot of scenes but put up big numbers every time. Uh, Honestly, I have to go with Sean Connery on this. Yeah, that's what I had. That's the the obvious nominee, I feel like. Yeah, but sometimes the obvious nominee is the right fucking nominee. Yeah, my only question on that is, does he have too many lines for the Spirit of the Heat Check Award? It's supposed to be like like a small part. Well, but 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 technically, when, when when you think about how much of the film that he is actually in, he's not in that much it, of it now. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I try to find out the actual screen time, and I, the figure I found was eighteen minutes, but that seemed a little low. So that, no, that seems about time. right if I just think about it. Yeah, and, it, and it's so 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 that's eighteen minutes out of, I mean, without credits, a movie that's like an hour and forty-five. Yeah. So I think so I think. I think that 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 time boxes, and I fucking hate that I just use that word in in this context. Um, I think that time boxes us okay to him being allowed to be in this. Well, um, so it's funny because considering he wasn't in a lot of the film, yeah. when I think about this film, he is one of the first. It goes Queen, Sean Connery, Christopher Lambert. That's like what I think of when I think of Highlander, which is really weird. Because, I mean, Queen is in all of the movie, uh, but, like, 
um, yeah, Connery is in very uh, like surprisingly a small amount of the film when you actually think about it, but he dominates every scene that he's in because he's yeah. so well, good. And that well, was like kind of a big deal for the film too, because he was far and away the most famous name attached to the film, and he's yeah not in much of it. It's like <laughs> it's like Janet Lee with Psycho, basically. Right. He's in the second film that never happened. Wouldn't know. Never saw it. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, because be, be, because he does have, I mean, yeah, he, he's 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 very clearly the 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 best, you know, best slash biggest name in in that film, and I mean, the man has had gravitas. I mean, yeah, he's 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 going to, you know, just fucking own the scenes that 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 he's in because he's fucking Connery, mm. but he does. Ducky made um, a good point. He said the yep, exactly. plus the voiceover stuff sticks. So you're going, yeah. you're basically like coming into the film, hearing his voice immediately. Uh, yeah, and then it's one of the last thing, one of the last voices you hear as the film, yes. you know, goes to credits. Yeah, because he still does yeah. the voiceover. Yeah, that's explaining like Connor's new role as the sole remaining immortal. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, that's that's always what you want. Somebody explaining the exposition. Um, mm-hmm. uh, if it's him, though, I'll take it. Him and Morgan Freeman. <laughs> you could talk to me about anything. You give me like terrible cancer results, as long as it's you guys giving them to me. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so if you if he's the obvious choice, I couldn't I couldn't really think of. Oh, Jade, welcome to the show. Thank you for the follow. Appreciate it. All right. Um. Who who would you have as the less obvious choice? Because I couldn't think of anyone. That's, that's, I, that's I have funny. another nominee. I have another you nominee. Have, okay, well okay. then, well then, you definitely give another nominee because because <laughs> I'm with Devo. Like re rewatching through this movie, I'm like, I can I guess. I, I could now. Sean, Sean Connery is the is clearly the winner. I, I won't I disagree guess? on that. But we need we need an honorable mention just for Ducky. Okay. Um, well, okay, go ahead, guess, Steve. Well, if it's just for Ducky, uh, oh no, no, I see honorable mention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, savage. You're a savage. Um, is it Garf- you're a quick one. <laughs> is it Garfield? <laughs> Garfield. Yeah. Okay. If it's not Garfield, <laughs> so my nominee is like the Vietnam vet, the guy with PTSD oh, who rides around so town with that fucking Uzi who's looking for commies to shoot. <laughs> Like I just love like his shirt says "Hey Moscow" and has like that giant yes. fucking like bullseye on it. Oh yes. So I had okay. to go back and check for this. So the guy is the guy's name in the film is supposed to be Kirk Matunas. Uh, he's played by Christopher Malcolm. Had to look this up. Don't remember this or anything else. But I find like this whole setup is just hilarious right through the part where Kurgan just impales him and then Fuck. like up and throws him yeah. off of his fucking sword. So that okay. was like the one time where, where you could see the reason for having the two other little spiky things on his sword, but those little yeah. bits don't even go into him. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's disappointing. Um, okay. So yeah, that that guy was definitely coming in hot with a heat check award, driving around town just looking for stuff. Um, <laughs> I probably uh, shouldn't fucking... find that funny since America has a bunch of like psychotic right wing vigilantes now. But I don't know. Just now. That was... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I, okay. I think that's yeah. a pretty good pull. That's a good honorable mention. Better than an honorable mention, Ducky says. That's my, that's my honorable mention. <laughs> he'd, right be our, he'd be our seventh, seventh man choice. Um, yeah. So that kind of, I feel like, bleeds in a little bit to category six. The, the Matthew Hogan overacting award. <laughs> Garfield is my choice for that. So what's go, what's going on with Garfield? I'm not catching <laughs> he's the reference. The, he's the arresting officer. Don't move, pal. Don't even breathe. Oh yeah, with his with, with his fucking with his fucking terrible tr- tr- trigger discipline and actually cocking the, the fucking revolver <laughs> and having his, his finger on the fucking trigger. Yeah, that was actually oh, yeah. that, that, that was actually in my age that badly, and I and I just just forgot to. That's very it's American. Like, oh yeah, like, age. Um, what age? Badly. Uh, police brutality <laughs> that is still aging very yeah, poorly yeah, yeah, yeah. very poorly, yeah, very poorly. Wrong. Uh, i um, had that guy as my overacting award i thought he was he was chewing the scenes whenever he was and it was it's such stark contrast to the older police guy who was just like the most like casual grumpy, it's good cop bad cop yeah <laughs> it's it's uh it's overacting cop and then old grouchy cop is their dynamic i like it that's who I had. Who do you guys have? So, so I actually went with Clancy Brown as Kurgan. Yeah, because, <laughs> Clancy because... Brown has some pretty ham moments in here. Yeah, but it, but and, it was I mean, so good though. Well, yeah, but I mean, you can you can you can tell that he is he is really enjoying playing this role. You can tell that he that he was. It, it seems like he was just given carte blanche, just like just just fucking do it, just be just do just do the fucking thing um and 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 as ducky just put in the chat it was totally in in character yes it was it was fucking amazing but yeah i mean come on he's 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 hamming it up he's going he's he's chewing scenery <laughs> yeah and, yeah the church and, scene specifically is where i have i love it so good so yeah that's where that that's where that's where i landed on that i mean the you know garfield as a police officer yeah i mean you can definitely make make an argument there i think that was his name garfield or carfield one of the two (laughs) yeah i didn't really catch his name so that's why i didn't get your uh your reference on one but yeah okay that's a good pull though that's a good pull yeah um yeah i also have clancy brand there yeah the the sexually harassing the nuns and then it's better to burn out than fade away is just like epic camp for the 1980s i love it and 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 also the you know as he's walking out of the hotel and the and, and the sketchy front front desk guy says something about hey you know candy said that you were you know kinky and he just and he stops don't talk and, to and, me don't ever speak to me <laughs> and, and yeah just to just that whole that whole overacting menace of you know i am the, i'm i'm this you know several thousand year, year old warrior and yeah you are you are so far beneath me as to be a bug just shut the fuck up and do not ever you know but he he flip-flops so he goes from being that guy to being this like crazy punky teenager guy in the in the church like any like flip-flops between the two which is kind of cool because it makes him like i mean cocaine's a hell of a drug i don't know what to tell you (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to do cocaine from that herpes guy the the bellhop guy who keeps yelling yeah. at the the <laughs> sweet old black gentleman that that uh, hangs out with him, keeps him company. 
So he's just giving him <laughs> shit. Hey, I told you to shut up. Hey, man, <laughs> can, I, can I change my answer? Can that guy be the heat check award winner now? You're herpes guy or sweet, gentle black man? <laughs> no, just the just the old black guy who just hangs out at the hotel. He's just like, yeah, man, I tell guy. Like, what? I changed my mind. He's above Sean Connery now. <laughs> So yeah, I I mean I say this as somebody I love Clancy Brown. I really enjoy his um, career, but yeah, he definitely likes chewing on some of the scenery in this role. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm so for go go go. I was gonna I was gonna say I'm keen to get into the next one, but if you got some last points to 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 go with, uh, th- this is my question to you: Is Christopher Lambert overacting or underacting? <laughs> for this because like sometimes he's really flat but i will say like after he went like in the prize scene the last bit of the the quickening he's full-on fucking psycho in that scene he's just like screaming as he's up in the air like that's i'm just like wires it was it's just it's very weird it's abrasive is what it is it's the same thing when he flips between like serious to creepy to like jokey it's real it's it's really yeah. abrasive yeah. how Again, quickly he cuts between the past it's the first film in english he'd ever made he yeah. actually is yeah. like a really well-known actor who's actually won like acting awards in france so i'm not saying he's a bad actor but it's yeah, and, like and, it's just there's some weird moments well and 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 that that was you know we'll we'll touch on this now instead of in half-assed in, in, in internet re- research like he didn't speak english when he took this role yeah like, 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 straight up, he did not speak English in any way, shape, or form. Like this, he 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 basically did some like intensive six week lesson stuff to speak properly. <laughs> that like, we're gonna, which is, we're which is, gonna which make is, you do an accent. Yeah, which, well, which is part of the reason why like his accent never really settles is because yeah. he's, he's literally learning english as he's doing this i mean i think it works for for the character definitely because you know because you know that his line about he's you know many places okay well that that you know that in character explains the, the accent slipping all over the place but like that's literally the reason the man did not speak english when he took the role it's pretty funny which is, which, yeah what, what you think about it super fucking you know ballsy power move there i don't speak <laughs> i don't speak the language this film is in I'm gonna take the role anyway. anyway. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get more into that in half ass center as you I think. He um yeah. uh yeah, I think it's amusing that they made him do one of the hardest accents to do for English speaking countries, I think. <laughs> as the Scottish accent. That, that accent is very difficult to pull off and he does not do it. Um Right. <laughs> Re- recasting couch. Um, so I approach this a little differently. I don't know if you guys uh, did it in the same vein as we did last time, but I certainly did. Because I don't, I'm not, I wasn't that super familiar with a lot of like '80s, mid '80s mm-hmm. actors. So um, I did mine as if you were to cast the roles today. Uh, but do you guys want to do your your half-assed, uh, not half-assed, your recasting couch? <laughs> oh, it, it is definitely half-assed. Because <laughs> I mean, like, if we look at the three primary actors, so. Christopher Lambert, Clancy Brown, Sean Connery. Yeah. They're pretty iconic. It's pretty hard to imagine replacing them. Um, 
So my only thing was, I'm like, okay, if for some reason we decided, you know what, Christopher Lambert doesn't even speak English. Why are we casting him? (laughs) Type thing. (laughs) If we were going to cast an actor who is either A, better known to American audiences, or B, someone who could credibly pull off a Scottish accent in 1985, 1986, I started kicking around names. And I came up with people who were a little bit younger than Christopher Lambert, but not like absurdly younger. Christopher Lambert was was born in 57 i found two actors who were both born in 61 so if we're going with somebody that american audience would know who are options i feel like somebody who was sort of getting fast tracked in the mid 80s but never really like got to the star threshold name i came up with was eric stoltz so mask okay yeah so i mean he was He'd actually shot scenes for Back to the Future. Most people yep. know that, but he was eventually cut in favor of Michael J. Fox. So, you know, big there on that one. Um, <laughs> he's a little maybe young for the role, maybe a little baby faced, but again, he's not that much younger than Christopher Lambert. Um, he does play another sword wielding hero in the truly awful film Lionheart that's like made two years later. Um, so, I'm like, he has credibly the ability to to play that kind of role um that was about the only thing i could think of for somebody in that age bracket because you don't need somebody who's like a full-on action star like you wouldn't get like sylvester stallone to play connor mcleod (laughs) i mean is that about the same but kevin sorbo let's throw that name out there (laughs) i don't want to hear that man's name anytime anywhere (laughs) why not is is there something bad uh, kind of. Or yeah. Did he? Oh, my bad. Uh, maybe. Well, I not 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 like not like criminally bad, but oh, okay. <laughs> disappointed. I, I... <laughs> yeah, he'll always be okay for that. For that, yeah. But... So, so the 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 one um, name that kind of popped into my head while you know while doing this, considering time frame, um, Dolph Lundgren as the Kurgan. Yeah. That'd be kind of yeah, like, good like, alternative. Like, like that's something <laughs> that I could that I could have seen as as reasonable based on you know the the history of the Kurgan that you know his his his, his origin is. It was a Russian tribe or a tribe. If he dies, and, he dies. <laughs> yeah, um, and 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 at the time, I mean, I mean that's I mean that's what Dolph Lundgren was. He was he was famous for you know famous-ish for doing the thing of just being this imposing presence was he was he um in uh rocky was he the the yeah he's yeah right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that's all also plays he-man in the 1980s uh masters of the universe i never saw it but i've i've heard amazing things stop this podcast you gotta go watch it right now (laughs) we're gonna be right back absurdly campy things of the 1980s oh man the names that we could throw around for that i i i actually saw that in the theater with like a couple friends because for it was was like somebody's birthday or something was it yeah you'd be a bit about the right age to that be did you go for your 30th birthday No. I like how uh, tickled you were with that, DK. Set it up and you knocked it down. Good job. Team effort. I, I, I hate both of you so much. Anyway, comedic um, geniuses. Comedic something. Yeah. Um, 
but 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 that's I mean that that was really the only thing that I could really think of like as a as an in kind walk as it were with with you know with thinking about who you know would have been available in in that sort of time so fair but i'm not taking yeah. it away from clancy brown um, no no oh, no the no, the I other agree. actor who i was thinking of like somebody who could pull off an actual scottish accent in 1985 the name that came to mind for me my like way out of left field choice for connor mcleod is jared harris who is that so also born um, yeah, who is the, let's I, see the name is not jared harris any type of bills um so in the recent chernobyl um series you'll see that uh, no jared a, it, harris it is, richard harris's is. son uh he played moriarty it, it, in the oh, second Sherlock yeah. film he played ulysses okay. Grant in the lincoln film yeah 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 um, okay. i like that guy he was lane price and Mad Men. so you would have him as what to Kurgan. as connor no it's connor mcleod if we were going with somebody who could like be recast who's either who either can do a scottish accent which i know jared harris could or yeah. who's more well known to american audiences which right. is where i go with eric stoltz but again eh, i i don't have a whole lot for this category those are just my only polls yeah well so as as per last time i i looked at it a little differently and i recast it if this movie was to get made today yeah who, who would i cast in those roles so um as Connor McCloud, I put Tom Holland, um, aka Spider Man. Hmm. Um Interesting. He okay. might be he might be a little baby faced, like he might be a little a little young, but I watched he was in a film that just came out on Netflix. Um I can't remember the name of it, but he basically he plays this like southern boy that's yep. that's grown up around like hard out religion and stuff um and he was awesome in that role it was cool to see him in like a, a solid dramatic role um so like i would like to see um i'd like to see him you know in this role because it'd be more of a serious kind of role but he can also be kind of cheeky like you know um uh Lambert was well, in some of those scenes yeah, and, and 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 he's and he's definitely an actor that that can that can ride that balance of of being uh, being cheeky as you say, but 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 also convey a lot of emotional depth. Yeah. So he's okay, a good yeah, actor. I mean, he's a good actor. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can I can I can I can roll with that as a if you were rebooting the franchise, please fucking god, do not fucking reboot the franchise, Hollywood. <laughs> this, is not, this is not an act for that. Do Don't do it. With, do it. <laughs> we um, do not encourage this behavior at all. Um, but if that if that was to happen, I I wouldn't hate seeing seeing him as Connor. Yeah, it'd it'd be pretty cool. Um, so as um uh who, who did ask that i have hang on where's my list uh, well if we have to go back in for ramirez i'm gonna throw jared harris back in there because <laughs> <I think, laughs> now he can play the ramirez part so i had uh antonio banderas as him uh because uh, he would at least be more credibly spanish i'll say that <laughs> yeah but like seeing him in some uh like it, see watching him in um uh whatever expendables he was in in the first time might have been two or three um he is funny as shit he's like great um zorro reborn yeah 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 
Zoro Reborn, exactly right, Ducky. <laughs> but uh, I, I would like to see him as like a mentor figure for Tom Holland, but it might, I don't know, he might kind of, um, uh, I don't know what the air chemistry would be like. He, he might be more liable to kill Tom Holland rather than train him, but who knows? Um, <laughs> so as Brenda, I would, I would cast Amy Adams because she kind of she kind of looks like the actress that played mm. her. Um, you can see that, and she, I think she's a good actress. Like she's had some like good. I thought she was really good um, as Lois Lane, which is kind of that role, that like right. investigative, investigative journalist. journalist. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so I thought like putting her in that role. We kind of already seen it though. So I mean, I think she'd do a good job. Uh, and then finally is the Kurg, and I had two choices. So for me, the obvious choice would be Vin Diesel, um, putting him in there okay. because he kind of you know l- looks like yeah. the Kurgan did towards the end with, with the with the bald. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you could go a different way and put the Rock. I would love to see the Rock, <laughs> but like this crazed psycho because you only ever see his like you know he's built himself up as yeah. the good guy but i would love to see him play a crazy that insane psycho it'd be awesome like i don't know if you guys saw him in hercules did you guys see the remake of hercules hercules legends or something it was kind of cool like he was cool in that role um and it, like he would you know obviously he was like a good guy in that role uh, but watching that guy as a crazy bad guy would be awesome well, well and plus like with with how fucking jacked he is exactly right now like that 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 could be genuinely terrifying yeah yeah he would be so, physically okay. imposing especially sure. if you put tom holland next to him <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'd be pretty funny so if you're gonna do that maybe maybe you would cast uh mcleod as like um jason statham <laughs> <laughs> we saw that we saw that film so what is it is just like the fast and furious swords edition whatever it's the same it. universe <laughs> yeah. We're good. but yeah so th- those would be my casting i'd love to see like any of those people play those roles in a, in a remake if you're going to recast the film uh do it and get brian may to to uh redo the music yeah yeah <laughs> yeah or just, i'm just or, more or excited no. now for a crossover fast and furious highlander <laughs> franchise so make it happen yeah they what they do is they they joust but they do it in like supercars <laughs> <laughs> um two swords too sharp <laughs> you keep you keep the same soundtrack you keep the original queen soundtrack yeah and just roll that into whatever you you do there could be only Nos. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it. Um, he did a bad guy role seeking vengeance in Faster. I didn't see Faster. Uh, I do try and see anything The Rock's in because I am a massive Dwayne The Rock Johnson fan. I would see him in any movie, play any role. <laughs> I'd love to see him in, as Ant-Man. That's what I would love to see him as. Um, <laughs> uh, he could play anything. As the as the wise Kevin Smith once said, I'd love to see him in anything, uh, even as Jaws the Shark. I would see. I would watch him play Jaws the Shark. <laughs> I feel uh, like they would still manage to make the CG better than they did in the the 
first the mummy scorpion sequel king. where he was the scorpion oh, king and they did that me. awful cg overlay i, I would rather that. see dwayne oh. the rock johnson as a shark than see that awful cg <laughs> overlay again oh that was that that was so so terrible that that is up there as some of the worst cgi it's horrendous ever i love it <laughs> uh anyway. right moving on on track this 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 is the i guess the uh yeah although it's the the, it's also the part where i bow out of most of the talking because um i didn't do any half-assed internet research or the only (laughs) half i did like the only half-assed research i did was when al told me things last night when we were watching the films uh and he told we'll count me, it we'll count it yeah he told me oh and also the you know obviously christopher lambert didn't speak english but the one thing that al said last night was apparently connery was drunk most of his scenes according, according to night owl so that's... i think this is probably not the only film that applies to <laughs> <laughs> the guys... man enjoyed some whiskeys <laughs> i think it might have a problem <laughs> um, it wasn't a problem yeah yeah true it's not a problem if you're functioning. Uh, that's the only thing I have. What do you guys have? Um, so, uh, okay, go ahead, Dan. Okay, so um, starting with the with the intro, um, there's actually there's actually two things here. So the the intro voiceover that Connery does, and it's got kind of that cool little echoey quality to it, and it sounds like yeah, this, this, this is this all one. very. This is all very, you know, cool and, and, and mysterious and all that bullshit. It's fucking echoey because he's recording it in his fucking bathroom <laughs> in his Spanish villa or something. Like and yeah, just 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 knowing that's like, oh great. That's that's fucking that's fucking awesome. And and the reason that it passed muster was that they played it for they they, they played it for for the production team like over the phone. Well over the phone, you couldn't tell really that the quality was actually not that good <laughs> so so they so they accepted it based on that and then when they got it it's like oh well well fuck here it is this is this is, this is what we have we, we have another take i think it, it sounds oh, awesome on. and from now on i'm only going to be recording episodes of the resupply in my bathroom <laughs> dan, so my newly remodeled bathroom dan did ask me done. this morning if i was going to do a uh, show from the shower uh and i was like i don't think anyone wants to see that um, <laughs> maybe we'll go audio um, only on that one <laughs> yeah um, so so but but in in co- combination with that the the intro credits all being you know the, the the red text which you know again is one of those works in context for for the movie and set, sets the right vibe and everything it was a fucking placeholder it was never intended they were yep. intending to do something else with the credits they just put this like, well, we need something just for editing purposes, so we know where the fuck the shit is and and the timing and everything. So they just quickly threw up these, you know, this red text stuff, and then moving after, on, people. As they were, <laughs> and then That's good enough. They, as they were cutting everything, it was like, no, actually, this all makes a lot of sense in context and sets the vibe. So we'll just leave it. So yeah, so you know, temporary credits and voiceovers recorded in in bathrooms. I mean, now, now, if that just doesn't fucking tell you, you know, the whole fucking vibe of this production, I, I don't know what does. I love that so much, man. So I just cool. don't. So, um, so, and also with you know, continuing um, chronologically with this, um, the <laughs> intro scene at the at the um, the Ducky's thing eighties 
ingenuity. That's a word yeah. for it. Sure. That, that <laughs> is definitely a word for it. MacGyver solutions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> definitely MacGyver solutions. Um, the, the, the scene at Madison Square Garden um, wasn't supposed to be wrestling. It was supposed to be hockey. That was the, oh, really? That was the yeah, that was the, 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 the original plan was to film hockey. Did they and say why they couldn't? The NHL basically said no because they <laughs> they don't want to be associated with violence. <laughs> well, basically, it, it, it was it was because they 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 actually they, they probably fucked us up a little bit. They basically said that oh yeah we're you know that that's what we're looking for is we're, we're is we're we're looking for the 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 violence of of the sport so we so we can you know make that the focus of, of this and the NHL kind of went no. No, we're not doing that. Even though, even though mid '80s hockey, I mean, that's what mid '80s hockey fucking was. Yeah, I mean, still it was the fight in the hockey game broke out. Exactly. <laughs> so, 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 so that being the um, the the reason why they didn't do it is like, are you fucking that's kidding awesome. me? Oh, which ties into something else that didn't age well: the fucking Confederate flag on the wrestler. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about it. You just mentioned it. Yeah. Well, clearly they were the heels. Like they, they were, the, you know, they're the bad guys in the ring. Uh, yeah, but, which, which is funny because yeah. like they were all like sexy confederates. <laughs> He's doing the, the sexy undoing that. They were called. They were called the freebirds. The freebirds. That's excellent. Yeah. yeah so, so right. That, I mean, we, we've. We've we've already covered that Christopher Lambert didn't speak any fucking English when he took the role, so you know, nope. good for him. Um, he was noticed in a catalog that um, Russell McKay, the director, was flipping through after he had just completed um, a, a Tarzan film that he'd made in Europe at the time, and, and the director was like, "Ooh, yeah, I like the look of that guy. We should get him." And they're like, "But Russell, he doesn't speak English." He's like, "Fuck it, get me Christopher Lambert. <laughs> Teach him." <laughs> that's so, awesome. so 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 that's that that that's my um you know or that's at least a, a decent chunk of my half house internet research dk you, you want to you, you have i yeah i as i assume you have ones that i didn't cover but i might so have i'm gonna say. add some historian perspective here i'm gonna spit some history oh, knowledge here here we go here, here so, we the professor so as with so many movies about Scotland in the past, the film very anachronistically shows all the Scotsmen wearing kilts. Mm-hmm. The the great kilt, so the one that's like the, the full body wrap, not just like the little kilt that you that you wear as a pants alternative, yeah. essentially, right? But the ba- full on like kilt. wrap, even that, that only dates to like the late 16th century. So 1536, when McLeod's supposed to, when that battle's supposed to take place, that's still, that's still too early. For that kind of garment to be standard. But what were they um, wearing? Pants. They were they were wearing no, they were wearing gray kilts. They were all wearing kilts. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean in real life. Yeah, they would have been wearing trousers of some kind. Right. Well, I mean, if you think about it too, <laughs> like, if you're especially if you're riding a lot of places on horseback, a kilt is not a great <laughs> garment to wear. Um well, no, it's the sort of uh, freedom you don't get from other holidays. Uh, <laughs> that is definitely true but yeah the kilt only got phased in a little bit later um 1300s is way 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 too early looking at you mel gibson get out of here with your anachronistic fucking braveheart kilts that's heathens heathens version of highlander <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the modern kilt that's like the the pants alternative. So your modern utility kilts and stuff like that, like that garment that wasn't popularized until like the the 18th century, so like 1700. So right. yeah, I know everybody associates Scotland with kilts, but for most of history, it's just that's not accurate. That's um, so I just had to throw that in. So did, were, yeah, were they wearing pants before that? Yeah, most most people would have worn trousers, especially if you were anybody who was involved with horse riding for most of history. Yeah, you would have worn pants because that's the most practical garment to wear so when what, you have to have your legs straddle around a large animal. I wonder who made that decision then to be like, you know what? We're going pantsless. No pants for us. <laughs> Especially I don't know, but they the were Scottish a brave Highlands. individual, and I salute them. <laughs> yeah, the Scottish Highlands were not a tropical climate, where, <laughs> where you know, a, a, a woolen skirt might be more appropriate in the winter. That's a good way to get them blue balls. Yeah, um, I prefer um, Willie's explanation from The Simpsons that it was only for <laughs> for ba- for uh, everyday occasions, and then for battle they would wear a full sequin ball gown because the <laughs> point was to blind your enemy with luxury. <laughs> uh what else you got uh the other historical stuff um so the villain the the kurgan so the kurgan is a a reference to um an early kind of proto slavic proto-russian people like than mentioned um the so-called kurgan hypothesis was postulated by a number of linguists and anthropologists looking for a kind of theoretical origin point for um indo-european languages of which english latin german all in the indo-european language family so somewhere in like southern russia central asia uh, a group of different cultures had these burial mounds just became known as kurgans so when people are talking about the kurgans actually referring to these specific kind of like burial mounds they're made in the area but that was like one hypothesis for like sort of ancestral homeland of where all these different languages came from as sort of the the wellspring of all these different cultures and linguistic innovations and things they used to also you know throw children into dog pits for fun apparently apparently (laughs) (laughs) heavy that's a heavy saturday night Mm -hmm. saturday night yeah anything else um so others not not really much else on the history side but the the screenwriter gregory wyden apparently had much more elaborate like backstories and psychologies both for connor and for the kurgan but they were both really simplified mostly because of concern about runtime Mm. on the film um kurgan sort of just reduced to a stereotypical baddie obviously first as a literal black knight (laughs) and then um later on as you know a, a psycho biker from the 80s yeah you um, had the weird biker slash punk yeah. vibe cranking yeah the, the 80s weren't exactly subtle in their imagination of the moral universe shall we say <laughs> no. you wear leather um, you're a baddie yeah and it, i mean as much as clancy brown obviously enjoyed dialing it up to 100 for that role um in some interviews i guess he said he was like kind of disappointed in having to play such a one-dimensional villain he wanted somebody that had a little bit more depth to him i guess and that's fair i mean that's you you don't you, you don't always just want to be you know you know it's like oh yeah we're going 100 miles an hour this way and that's it you, you do want to have a little bit of variety to to what you're doing that makes sense just yeah. as a as a quick side note when when you guys watched it back did you yep. see the harness uh that brenda was 
like strapped into when she's up on the sign did I can't say I really noticed. <laughs> so we were watching it last night, and we were like, goodness me, there's like f- three or four cuts where she is clearly attached to the thing with a harness mm. but that's bound around, like in a carabiner, and she's holding on. She's like, ah! Not trapped to anything except for this, like, n- this harness. It's really quite amusing. <laughs> 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 it's kind of shit that should not be, if you will. Al, yeah, well, and it's... And it's- and it's also the things that you probably that you wouldn't necessarily have noticed with in, the noise in, yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, yeah. In, in the original you know sd yeah the good old days the good old days yeah when it's your amazing. vhs tracking is off you wouldn't have <laughs> definitely not noticed the harness <laughs> not even a little bit yeah all right, well, so only, only only last one I have. This one, this one's like more of a deep cut. Doesn't actually really have a whole lot to do with Highlander itself, but another potential Laser Force connection Ooh, for you here sure. uh, from a later Christopher Lambert film, Fortress, oh, uh, from the early nineteen nineties. Was was shot at uh, Warner Brothers Movie World in Queensland, really? just down the road from good old Laser Force Brisbane. We know that we love some Movie World here on the resupply. We sure so I just thought I would mention that. I came uh, across my half afternoon research. Hashtag outside left. <laughs> um, ooh. Yeah, no, yeah. As opposed to, you know, hashtag alt right. Um, so. <laughs> Why me? Yeah. yeah. Um, Spicy in here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. Dan, did you want to add anything else to half hour internet research? Um, no, I think, you know, I think I, I, I feel like we've hit a lot of really good good high points with yeah. that and and we've already covered a, a decent amount of, of you know half-ass inter- internet research with previous stuff so yeah i think we can i think we can move on to number nine which is probably unanswerable questions and and i know i mentioned this one already why the fuck did they make sequels to this movie? <laughs> that is my unanswerable question why? oh I, I have an easy answer for that question <laughs> Okay. Now, aside, that's the aside, answer. It didn't work, but <laughs> yeah. Aside from the the okay, yes, money, money, money is always the answer. <laughs> I get that. But aside from the money answer, I mean, this if there there are films that end, and you you can look at them and go, yeah, I could I can see I can see a path for for a sequel here. This film ends. It ends in a in, in, in a pretty nicely wrapped up little bow that doesn't really need any further expansion. Yeah. Like there can be only one. How many are left one. at the end of the film? One. Yeah. That's it. One. Done. Yeah. There's there's there is no fucking reason to continue aside from. Let's let's figure out how we can fuck this up and 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 <laughs> make like, money. Why don't we say there can and, only be there can only be some? Yeah, so That's what they that said. is that that is my initial un, unanswerable question, which I know the answer is money, but it's still an an, an unanswerable question. Uh why why is it that some Highlanders look like they're in their seventies? Whilst others look like they're in their twenties to thirties, is what I. Okay, would. okay, you're getting to a good a good point, which is something also a pet peeve of mine about the film. P- 
people you're referring to as Highlanders, I believe you mean Immortals. Immortals. There's sorry. only one Highlander. <laughs> Connor's a Highlander. He's literally from the Scottish Highlands. Immortals are not called Highlanders. True. Highlanders is just reference to him, True. not I'm... to the race of Immortals. Well, now I know that it's a pet peeve. I'm absolutely <laughs> going to keep doing it. But yeah, so why is it that the Highlanders, some of them look old as shit and some of them don't? Well, is it just poor genetics? Because uh, like Sean so... Connery has looked 70 my entire life and uh who else was it the guy at the start um who was the 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 guy that huh the seal seal yeah yeah the the 80s (laughs) doing backflips there is actually an in-universe answer acid is it acid they got acid drawn on their face okay no the 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 in-universe answer is that the age is frozen at the time that they're that they're that they first die their first and, death, yeah. That's yeah. what I thought I remember them saying in the, sh- in the TV show, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. kind of so cool. All right, that's answer yeah. question then. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that is a, it's it's not, it's not, it's obviously not explained in um, the movie at all, hence you going, what the fuck, man, this is fucking <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. But the, but the, but the, the literal answer to that question is yeah. their age is their age is frozen. Well, that's really cool, actually. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the ideal move is to be like Christopher Lambert and get killed when you're 28, so you can be 28 <laughs> your entire life. I mean, I would fucking kill for that right yeah, now. Yeah, was just like, please, somebody chop my head off. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get no action with a face like this guy. Uh, yeah. Uh, can you behead a Highlander? A Highlander. Uh, whilst they are absorbing another highlander's power or or essence because because they go into like full orgasm mode where they have no control of their bodies and like you i I just assumed that there must have been an instance where someone's like oh and like someone come up behind them is just like whack (laughs) (laughs) Um, seems like perfect timing come up behind but you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah i would like to know if that is doable i assume that it would be but i don't know Was maybe that... it makes like a maybe it makes like a force field around you see that's why in highlander the game if you you know you hold down your button and you cast shield you can't be uh killed for for you know, like five seconds so maybe that's what they have when they get the quick <laughs> maybe we reversed it <laughs> that like hang on i'm just gonna push my special button mm-hmm. oh okay good <laughs> <laughs> It was so special. It was so good. I have a, I have a few, but do you guys want to? You guys want to go? Uh, yeah. So another unanswerable question I have is: What is Ramirez's real name? Because obviously Juan? Juan Sanchez Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez is not his real name. If he was born in like Egypt, four thousand BC Egypt. <laughs> So yeah. why does he have a Spanish name and speak with a Scottish accent if he was born as an Egyptian and he spent most of his time in Japan where he where he had apparently his most meaningful relationship? One of three. He, I guess he, yeah, I guess he changed his name a bunch of times, but I'm like, what was Ramirez's real name? I want to know. He settled. <laughs> yeah, Russell. Nash, his name was like, was like Amenthatap or something. <laughs> Emotap. He was in a movie with uh, Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah that's a good that's a good question any what else you got um i had to watch this again in the film because i still feel like i either i missed this or it's just not explained where the hell is connor when the kurgan shows up and kills ramirez and rapes heather i had like, that yeah. too my dude ramirez like already established that <laughs> it, you don't want to fuck with the kurgan 
the Kurgan like knows you're in Scotland and he was looking specifically for you. And like the two of you together probably could have taken him easy. So like, where were you, bro? Were you just in the shitter when the Kurgan shows up? I was like, oh, hey, it's Ramirez. Let me kill this dude. And further to that, because he falls down and then, you know, obviously does the dirty on with, with his missus. But we did like, like, the cloud must have been gone for like overnight in which a while case, yeah in which case he left her, her alone with you know his teacher which you know he seemed like an all right dude i suppose um mm-hmm. but, but yeah where, where were you bruh <laughs> up to um, i feel like this is because I, I, I kept trying to look for it in like deleted scenes or anything i'm like yeah. was he out hunting did he say he had to go meet with somebody i'm like where, where, where was he what are you doing I feel like this is something that in a novelization was probably explained, but Maybe. I didn't. Was this a book? Yeah. They they, they no. do tend to novelize things. You can like, novelize you know, it, but yeah, it's not like it was a book first and then adapted as a screenplay. Right, right, okay. Um, but yeah, yeah, that is that is a really fucking good question. I mean, I think I think we can make an assumption given that he was remote, you know, Maybe he maybe he he had left to you know get cigarettes get supplies <laughs> whenever cigarettes <laughs> Went for came cigarette, back yeah. <laughs> exactly so maybe but yeah I mean there's no there's there's no real um, there's no real explanation on that. look at this collection yeah, of old man wonderful eighteen minute story of McLeod and Ramirez bros for life and then oh yeah just kidding I'm gonna fuck off and go do something else now so just quickly in the chat Tucker said two things that amuse me. Uh, the first was look at this collection of old men, <laughs> to which I say, I mean, "Fuck you, tiny man." Are you uh, <laughs> and, and secondly, he said, "What are we discussing, bruh? It's in the title." <laughs> um, we are to- we're doing a rewatchables of of Highlander. Do you not pay attention to anything? Gosh, join the Discord. No, he really doesn't. join the he Discord. Really um, right, what else you got? Those are my main unanswerable questions. I have a few. So, Thana, if you've got a few more, you can ask no, those. Like, like the, 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 only, um, the, the only real other thing I have is, like, like you know, so Ramirez is, you know, giving uh, McLeod, like, all the, you know, here's the, here's the, the, the lowdown for all this shit. I mean, one, how did he know, know all this shit? I mean, is it just because he's, you know, been, been around for, for a minute and he's picked everything up? And two, why, why did he care to let McLeod know? I mean, yeah, okay, Kurgan bad. I get it. Fine, whatever. But, um, you know, here's this, this Highlander uh-huh, um, that, 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 that is, you know, green, raw, raw around the, the, the edges, has, you know, really no fighting experience whatsoever. I mean, he does, but, but he doesn't. Um, why, why are you training him as opposed to just taking his head, taking the quickening, going and killing more shit, and then killing the Kurgan yourself? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just one of those, like, but why though? (laughs) You know, why? I mean, I realize it's plot armor and, and and if that doesn't happen, we don't have a fucking movie. I get it. But why because teaming up in why? the maze is shit bro yeah that's yeah. not cool you that's can't do that cool, kind of man. stuff ramirez <laughs> that'd be you can't like... take out your more dangerous opponent just being like oh yeah 
let's just team up till <laughs> we get rid of that up. guy. Bro, teensies? You want to go teensies? Yeah, we're teensies. Like, maybe we need to know more about what you can actually do with the prize, because, like, Connor <laughs> says that he can, like, use it to influence people and stuff like this, so it's like, if it really does make you, like, the prince of the universe, <laughs> to, to quote the, the Queen Lyric here, <laughs> yeah. like... I guess if the stakes are really that high, like Kurgan will literally rule the world if he wins the prize. Like, okay, I could see you maybe being a little bit altruistic and being like, look, I have to train other immortals because even if I don't win, we definitely can't let this fucker win. It seems also like a waste of the prize if you win the prize and then just go live a normal dude life. Like, Yeah, what are are you going to do? Oh, we're gonna sit on this hill and have a kid yeah i'm gonna sit on this hill with my missus for a little bit and then i'm gonna make a make a baby (laughs) um right Uh, a couple of quick questions that i had um why did why did the cops let a man go who was fleeing the scene of a gruesome murder. Clearly he was fleeing the scene. He was driving pretty quick out of that garage. And now like, he's like, am I under arrest? They're like, no. <laughs> Even though you're the only person that was fleeing the scene where there was a gruesome death just happened. The dude got his head chopped off. Uh, but no, well, what's their evidence? He was fleeing the scene. Fleeing that, that's the scene. not enough for a conviction. No, but that's enough to detain a dude. <laughs> you can detain him, but it's still you don't get enough to charge him. No, this but is they... a fucking apologist for the pigs up in here. <laughs> you can. I, I would. I would imagine that in the states, especially '80s cops would have put his ass in prison. Um, I mean, maybe if he was black. That is true. He was. He was white. He was French, even. Yeah. That's super white. That's almost the whitest you can get. You're almost see through so, at that point. Yeah. So, so Johnny in in chat is like. Um, so so the quickening do, do, do they like absorb their enemy's power or something literally what is the point of it yes yes Shani, they're it's li- you get all their power. special points haven't you played the game <laughs> or, or 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 maybe she's just never actually missiled anybody so she doesn't know that's a thing oh, oh. burn oh. so moving on uh, <laughs> <laughs> why is it why is it that they can feel the heartbeat of the deer uh, is it because they are at one with everything? Because I know they can feel yeah. each other, but what has everything else got to do? And does that mean that they can feel the heartbeats of, like, everything? Probably. I mean... If they, like, really focus in on it. Yeah, they're like... Because I think that's supposed to be the thing that it's, like, once you've won the prize and you've, like, taken all the other immortals' power, like, you can literally, like, do it at will. Like, you can right. sense other people's thoughts and emotions and all that kind of stuff, but, like, without having to super deep concentrate and go chase a deer around in the woods i guess yeah the the probably the most uh important question that i had to ask uh was so <laughs> when mcleod uh d swords ramirez when they're when they're training on top of the cliff who had to go get the sword (laughs) and how did he do it did he just like like one of them was just like oh i'll go get it and then like roll off the edge and like heather go get my sword (laughs) um that's what i want to know i want to know who got the sword and how long did it take them to find it um right number 10 yeah the sven ol thorson that guy award where the actor appears in a ton of TV and film, but most people don't know their name. It's just, hey, it's that guy from, insert film Grammar. here. 
So for honestly, me, honestly, yep, go ahead. Uh, sorry, I, for for me, because I had this person when we watched the Aliens rewatchables, <laughs> and that is who I now know the name of, but never knew his name growing up was Clancy Brown. I was like, oh, it's that guy yep. from all oh, those things, okay. uh, yeah. like specifically from Shawshank. Like, because mm-hmm. that was the first thing I remember seeing him in. It's probably his most. We'll get into this in, on Apex Mountain, but that's probably his most famous role, I would think. Most yeah. people know Clancy Brown from. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's and and that's honestly who 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 I had also is like it's like oh yeah because you know you 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 look at his IMDb and you start kind of scrolling through the things that he's been in. And it's oh, like, I love oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, and, 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 and Ducky just put in, in the chat start start. Starship Troopers is, yeah. is another one that's like Sergeant Zim. Yeah. So I only so, remembered what his name was because you said it before, and somebody said it last night, and I was like, "Fuck, that's what his name is." But I, I will probably forget it <laughs> and be like that guy, you know, the guy from Shawshank and all those other movies. Yeah, that's it for and me. And like many other great actors of the '80s and '90s, he had a regularly recurring um, voiceover role on Gargoyles, one of the great cartoons of the '90s. A couple had- different roles on that show actually i thought that i had heard somebody i watched a trailer for a game today a game on switch and there was a voiceover and it sounded just like him I was like, he's done I, a lot of voice work yeah. i mean he has that good like baritone voice he's done a lot of voice work for i, I think um some other films and video games also right don't talk to me <laughs> <laughs> don't speak to me That's so good uh did you have anyone else dk Oh, for sure. We definitely got to get in. Uh, James Cosmo. Is James Cosmo uh, that guy? Who so that? Connor. So Connor's cousin, um, Angus. That, Angus McLeod, uh, the guy who, who saves guy? him from, from, yeah. being, from being burned. Yeah, so that's James Cosmo, uh, probably best known now for Game playing G.R. Mormont on yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's right. Um, also plays another... Um, anachronistically kilt-wearing Scottish warrior in Braveheart. He plays Brendan Gleeson's dad in Braveheart, um, <laughs> even though the actors, I had to look this up, are only seven years apart in age. <laughs> they like, just old him up a little bit. All right, we got Yeah, we got they, they did definitely age him up, because he looks, honestly, he looks better now than he did when he's, like, old-age makeup in, in Braveheart. So I assumed that dude was, like, 70 in real life, but yet I've seen, seen him in everything for the last, <laughs> who's, like, 30 who's years. Who's aged the best, that guy? <laughs> yeah james cosmo definitely james that. cosmos uh that's a good call so, actually yeah so i feel like he was definitely the the that guy in there because because i had known it going into the film but then i saw it again i was like i was like oh yeah there's james cosmo right there right only in a very small bit of the film but i feel like he could definitely be a, a that guy i don't know if, if james cosmo is a that guy or if he's just james cosmo now but i feel like he's, he's more probably of a, a that he's guy. more of a that guy yeah, he's probably yeah. a that guy because he always looks familiar, but I could never place what else he was in. So he's mm-hmm. like just barely a that guy. Yeah, but Clancy Brown certainly a that guy for me. Uh, yeah. Anyone else? Uh, that's my that's main just... nominee from from this film, I yeah. would say, okay. is probably right. James Gosman. Yeah, Clancy Brown to other people, I could see definitely being a that guy. To me, he's Clancy Brown. I feel like he's well known enough, but I'm a big Clancy Brown fan. So. Right. I won't uh, accept that. Number 11, Apex Mountain. Apex Mountain. We got to definitely get to Apex Mountain here. Um, so, yeah, was this film at the apex of anyone's career where they were at the absolute, like, 
at the peak of their powers. Doesn't have to be their best role. Doesn't have to be necessarily their most famous. But like, is this when they were at their their top level? I feel there's like the one obvious answer, and that's Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. Christopher Lambert. Yeah, at least for American audiences. For yeah. American audiences, this is definitely Apex Mountain for Christopher Lambert. For well, so I'm European audiences and for okay, sorry, for English speaking audiences. <laughs> for non-french people (laughs) yeah for european cinema maybe not because he's much better known in france and for in european cinema generally but certainly for the english-speaking world for like international recognition on this side of the world yeah probably so it's for someone who grew up as you know a kid of the 90s i suppose uh like i i most remember him as raiden from mortal kombat but like Mm -hmm. this is certainly i think obviously this movie was bigger than that film was yeah well, <laughs> um, so so yes and no i mean it 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 turned into being bigger than mortal Kombat, but it was it it was not very well received yeah. when it when it was was released i mean it it languished a while and then you know became this this kind of cult thing which is, you know, it could still happen for Mortal Kombat. (laughs) I'm holding, I'm holding out hope. (laughs) Coming up next, rewatchables, Mortal Kombat. It'll be exactly five minutes long. (laughs) What age the worst Mortal Kombat? (laughs) Uh, yeah. I think think we used used to describe Mortal Kombat at, um, Blazer Force set sacramento as the best soundtrack that did not have a movie attached to it (laughs) (laughs) that soundtrack is dope portal (laughs) wombats well that 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 cd because yes kids we used cds at the time because that's what was available um that cd i don't think left the arena music player for like literally months Mm. at at a time maybe mm. years yeah well, it's I mean, so, so good we put it on rotation in the office still like on a weekly basis it's right. awesome orbital orbital yeah love it anyway um getting back getting back to the thing we're actually talking about <laughs> yeah shawnee shawnee <laughs> said next movie running man we'll get there we'll get to we'll get there shawnee <laughs> um, we'll figure out what our next watch will be uh yeah we'll figure that out we'll do we'll get through this first um epic yeah who who did you guys have so christopher lambert yeah for american audiences for english-speaking audiences i think that's it's him Legit. and not close right um yeah. i doubt i doubt it's clancy brown because obviously shawshank is probably much more well known as a film this might be kind of his highest billing in a film where he's essentially like the primary antagonist but I don't know if this is the definitive like Clancy Brown role. Yeah, like that probably is in in Shawshank, where um, you could make an uh, argument for um, Hadley. Starship That's his name, Troopers Captain too. Hadley. You you could make an argument for um, Starship Troopers for him as well. Uh, Potentially, yeah. I, I feel would like, say but, like I think Shawshank reaches a broader audience though. Yeah. Well, yes, I'm just I'm just saying you could make the argument. I don't necessarily know that you Man. win the argument, but you could at least make the argument. I wish we studied Starship Troopers in English at school. That would have been awesome. <laughs> but I'm very glad that we studied Shawshank Redemption and they showed that movie uncensored to a bunch of, you know, 15-year-olds. <laughs> Shock. A good lesson about why you don't want to go to prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scared straight, if you will. 
<laughs> um, sisters will get you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but who did you have? If if not for Christopher Lambert, who would you put there? Oh, Christopher Lambert for for sure. I mean, th- and there can be more than one winner for Apex Mountain, yeah. obviously, because yeah. it could be other people's Apex. So yeah, I would again say Christopher Lambert with the caveat that specifically for like None. American and American adjacent cinema, but maybe not for European and French audiences. Um, Roxanne Hart, who plays Brenda, maybe um, for film certainly i would say so but kind of like we said with paul reiser in aliens she has more success on tv so i wouldn't say this is like her career apex mountain what else um, was she in she was a series regular on chicago hope um a show that i didn't watch but it's well known enough like mm. people know mm. the show chicago hope and she was yeah. um a regular on it so another that's probably her apex <laughs> that's what that was right it was uh, a medical procedure Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, was, right yeah. Right. Chicago yeah. Hope is a hospital yeah. in Chicago, right. so it was another ER medical drama type show. Yeah. As far as I know, I'm not really familiar with it, but I was looking up her IMDb page and I was like, oh yeah, okay, she's done other she, stuff. She's done I stuff. couldn't remember her from a lot of other roles, but she didn't do a lot of other film. Right. Yeah. So once you yeah, get naked on film, that's your career done. Maybe. <laughs> no. Not so much. Um, yeah. Honestly, there's some people that actually heightens their their career quite a bit. Wild things. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was all it was all uphill, you know, for Denise Richards after that. <laughs> Life was peachy. <laughs> Life was peachy. <laughs> no speed bumps. Charlie Sheen, that was a great winning formula. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger blood. <laughs> there could be only one. Calm down, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. obviously not Sean Connery. Um, so no, yeah, we're, we're not really running into a whole lot of other names. So Christopher <laughs> Lambert, pretty obviously, um, at least for American audiences. Ducky keeps putting right. Starship Troopers in the comments. <laughs> Is that what you want us to watch next? Or, uh, it definitely 100% should be our next rewatchable. I'm pretty sure that the ringer did Starship Troopers. No, they haven't done Starship Troopers. I think they did, or they at least talked about doing it on one of the, on a previous. Maybe I'll have to, I'll to see. Yeah, if if they haven't done it, we got to beat them to the punch. Yeah, hell yes. And 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 St- Stallion has come back and gone. Holy shit, you guys are still alive. Yeah, because um, Alex, did did you not know that we can talk? Um, <laughs> especially in the three of us here. Longer apps. Rewatchables are always going to be longer apps. Well, especially because we actually didn't start talking about this until about thirty minutes after we were supposed to. So oh, it's it fifteen. Yeah. 15 at a push. 50, yeah, 15. yeah, but then we had announcements and all that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's okay. We're almost done. We're almost done. Denise Richards' other film is what is what he's referencing in Starship Troopers. You're right. She was also yeah. in it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she Those are the two films. <laughs> yeah. She was real good in it, too. Um, <laughs> so, 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 let's, so let's get to number 12. Who won the movie? And Who won the movie? I'm going to go, I'm, I'm go with the same answer that I went with with Aliens laser force laser force is the ultimate winner <laughs> of, of this movie because look at look at the game we got out of it look at the fucking sound files we got out of it look at i mean let's we to the point that we have literally been you know talking now for okay this this pod's gone o- over two hours because we do that but we've literally been talking for about an hour 45 hour 50 about this movie specifically because it relates to something that we love 
Yeah. Therefore, Laser Force Swords. is the ultimate oh. one. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, it might not have been on a rewatchables list if it wasn't the game in the Laser Force catalog. I'll Honestly, say that. <laughs> like from a from exactly. a gameplay perspective, it's such a genius game. Like to take the essence of the movie and put it into a laser tag system, it's awesome. Like what a what a great concept. And it, it, maybe it's because they tied it to the movie that like oh yeah, it's just like Han, you miss out someone. Uh, that's you chopping someone's head off. You're like yeah, fuck yeah, laser tag is cool. Um, yeah. And maybe if it wasn't attached to it, it wouldn't have quite the pull. But like, it's it's rad. It's a dope game. Oh, thank you for those bits there, sir. Appreciate it. The lighting in here is real bright. The light hardly shows up. But thank <laughs> Didn't you. Didn't somebody say that at the start of the app? No, they said yeah. that it was terrible. I don't know how terrible. Maybe, maybe they meant maybe they meant too bright. Yeah, uh, no, it's 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 definitely a little over over bright. You're gonna have to I'll tinker. work on that for, I will tinker. for the next time. It's pretty. Yeah, you look wider than me, bro. <laughs> That's hard. Yeah, that is hard. <laughs> I've, got, I've gone almost French on it. Um, all right, so so Laser Force being who won the, the film? Winner. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple other nominees. Who have you got? Um, so one, I will say Gregory Wyden, the screenwriter. Um, writers, I feel like in general are really <laughs> undervalued especially in Hollywood. Um, they're not that famous in comparison to actors or directors, but he kind of built a whole career off of this idea because um, he developed the script for the film. Um, supposedly while he was still an undergrad at UCLA, he did it as like a, a project for some class and the teacher liked it enough that it was like, hey, you should go take this to an agent. You should sell it. And he sold it for like 200 grand while he was still in college. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. That's dope. Um, and, and he developed the, and this at the time that he at the time that he, he was in college like 200 grand that would have been a real yeah, amount a shitload of money. of money yeah that's yeah. so much coke <laughs> yeah and i mean yes it had <laughs> admittedly awful sequels um but it had spawned three different television series and that's not too shabby for somebody coming up with this just while they're kind of spitballing ideas in college in fairness though like Highlander is exactly the sort of shit that like a college student would come up with after they smoked a few too many bowls with <laughs> the, with their boys on a Saturday night. It's like heavy but, metal come to life. Yeah, Do you ever guys, watch guys, yeah. guys. There's these dudes. They're immortal. Like they can't die. They have to cut off each other's heads with swords. They'll <laughs> see who rule the fucking world. And also, there's titties. Like, like that's me up. <laughs> exactly what you come well, up with. Well, to, I mean, to, to be fair. Pretty much everybody likes titties, so I mean. Well, they can't be only. Oh no, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> think, think before you speak, Steve. Sometimes it's better to sit it out. Just, just let it. Like it'll come in, and before it comes out here, you just let it go out the other side. <laughs> no, nah, man, it's better to burn out than to fade away. <laughs> ah, brilliant. <laughs> um. Oh, giving some love to Gregory Wyden, because I'm sure most people don't know who Gregory Wyden is. I don't know anything else that he's written, but I looked up the screenwriter. That and I was guy, like, okay, you know. cool. Yeah, he's that guy. I'm like, yeah, who who do we owe this idea to of people running around, cutting off each other's heads with swords and absorbing each other's life energy? Acid. Yeah, that's a cool concept. <laughs> uh, did you have another choice? Queen? That's exactly who I was going to say. Yeah. Because... I mean like i said at the top like this movie the reason why this average ass movie is so good or one of the reasons why i think the main reason why is because the soundtrack is so good and it fits so well with 
with everything in the movie like it's all uh like all the tone and pacing that the that the score sets um yeah. you know that's how you normally do it in a film anyway but the, the fact that it was queen uh that that took care of that oh so good gives me so well, jacked the, every time i hear it well and the, the the other thing with that is that queen was not originally supposed to do the full soundtrack really they no were, i did have that in half ass center research and i'd skipped over because i felt like we'd kind of beaten that one but um but, but you know since, since, since we're bringing it back up no they they were only supposed to do i think they were only supposed to do princes of the universe right i think that was, i think that was the only song that they were originally supposed to do and then like they it apparently either either read read the script or saw the rushes or, or whatever and just fell fell in love with it and like each well, of and, and marillion like, who was the band who was supposed to it also dropped out yeah. they were originally i think contracted to do the soundtrack right. um but then they had a conflict and so queen was just like oh yeah we'll do it <laughs> so um, yeah, awesome man. They, yeah and they and they and they decided they loved it and like each of them was like writing di- di- different songs um for for it because you know everybody in queen is super fucking t- talented and they all contributed so, so songs to it yeah um, freddie so... brian may the other guys all of them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't know anybody besides Freddie Mercury and Brian May. I'm sorry. I should, but I don't, and that's that's just bad, bad on my on my my part. But yeah. um, but but yeah, and the, the rest, they, and the rest, yeah. But yeah, they 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 were not supposed to do the entire soundtrack. They were supposed to do a song, and the band that was that was that yeah was supposed to do it. Um, they if 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 I remember right, like they ended up going on tour something right they, yeah i don't remember they, exactly what their conflict was but that was what looked I'm, up specifically pretty, was that marillion sure had a conflict it, i'm pretty sure it was a it it, it was a tour commitment and it's that is the most things, common reason it's mm. one of those things that they, they look back on like well that was fucking stupid um like, <laughs> we could we could we should have done this instead of that but but then i mean then then you start getting into the that whole you know you know spider web domino thing of well if it's if it's not queen doing the full soundtrack is the movie you know, as popular is, yeah is the movie you know d- d- does the movie have the same emotional resonance with certain scenes yeah. because it, because so yeah that's just one of those one, one of those things that just kind of you know worked out in a way that was advantageous for for us um and and really for for queen as well because i mean because princes of of, of the universe you know because that song got used i I know it got used in 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 the tv series i feel fairly Mm -hmm. certain that it probably got used in the sequels as well at at various points i i say it didn't get used in the second one i don't know about the other sequels (laughs) but we don't need to talk about it no but 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 the but but the fact that it was it it was used in the tv series um that's like like that's this constant income stream because the music because it, the music is being licensed constantly to be used in that context yeah um so like my only yeah. fear is that queen's gonna have to send like a cease and desist letter to the upcoming like political campaign of donald trump jr whenever he decides to run for president because i feel like that's the kind of song that he would like want to use at their campaign rally well it, 
Um, they certainly wouldn't be the first people to send them cease and desist or saying, stop using our fucking music, you fucking asshole. So, like, um, Eminem yeah. had to send a cease and desist letter to the National Party down here. <laughs> Which Hang is... on. What, what the fuck song of Eminem's was National trying to use? Lose Yourself. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, they... Yeah. You had just one chance to throw the people who picked COVID out of office. Would you take it? You and the answer to that question is no. Um, so, well, the mom spaghetti wow. that they reference is on a pizza. Um, <laughs> the spaghetti on wow. pizza. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. Look that shit up. It's funny as shit. Did uh, I think John Oliver did a whole piece about it? It's pretty good. I'm just. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm trying to wrap my head around national. <laughs> using the white music and, and 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 for and for the 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 non australia new, new zealand audience that that doesn't know why this is funny um national is essentially they're the right wing the, party yeah they're, they're they're kind of the equivalent of the republican party in they're not as crazy as the republican party no, but... they are they are not as insane as the as the the Republican Party is in the U.S., but it's 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 the same sort of thing. Like you would you would not expect the Republican Party to use Eminem's music. This you would not expect Eminem is off the yeah. chain. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's certainly not no, national. No, no not even a little. <laughs> um, uh, as honorable mention for that category, I put Sean Connery because he was only in the movie for like. 10 minutes <laughs> and he can't yeah, but he is <laughs> arguably like something you most associate with the film yeah exactly i mean you, i guess you could also throw christopher lambert in there because again at least for american audiences it's his most iconic role <laughs> yeah but yeah. he was he was like average <laughs> yeah <laughs> um there can be only one <laughs> there um, can be only one <laughs> uh you joined us just in time laser force tournament to, uh, for us to be at the end of our show uh yeah you, we... you missed the michael brand heat check award <laughs> what are we talking about we're... yeah you did yeah. uh you, we you are totally talking... missed your you totally missed your your award beans um because you're 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 fucking useless and can't show up anywhere on fucking time so <laughs> um but yeah feel free to watch the the video on demand or head over to our youtube channel and watch that if you're if you're feeling lonely. Did I put it in the let me just quickly see did I set it up? Boom, I did. Yes. Or, Yay. Uh, or or wait wait for it to drop on Spotify or is it on Google Podcasts also? I'm, uh just Spotify. Where... Spotify, YouTube and uh Twitch VOD for for two weeks. Uh yeah, give us a five star rating or whatever the fuck you do on all these platforms. <laughs> Smash I don't know how that like work. button, uh hit that hit the notification. I don't know um but yeah i think that's probably gonna gonna wrap it up that was a, a a pretty extensive look at a movie this this podcast was longer than the film um yes <laughs> yeah, we broke the cardinal rule of the rewatchables <laughs> uh but you know they are we had announcements it doesn't count that's right it's yeah. well actually if you get rid of the announcements you were about two hours we're about two hours into this into we're still we're still longer than the film because the film was an hour 56 with yeah. credits but you know deleted scenes deleted scenes who, who wants to live Special right <laughs> um you started the sequel no, <laughs> yeah no, that's have, about no. as much of the sequel as i watched the first 15 minutes when they were in a weird elevator the space elevator um right 
well, that'll probably do us for this week, unless you guys wanted to uh, touch on anything else to do with the film. Any closing? No, we've been talking too long. I gotta pee. Wrap this thing up. (laughs) You've got to cut that. (laughs) Chop that. Reuse it. Oh, not a a can. (laughs) Oh, not the can. I think you're right. I think you're right. Don't you don't have a toilet. You're accurate. You gotta pee off the balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Pee on your downstairs neighbor. (laughs) You gotta pay extra for that. That's what you get for not telling me about the leak. <laughs> Leak this bitch. Um, right, so uh, coming up this week, we'll be back with Laser Force Live. Um, we are back for Thunderdome Thursdays. We're gonna try and figure out what to play on that. Uh, we played for Honor last week. It, speaking of hacking at each other with bladed weapons, uh, that stream was actually really entertaining. So if you've got a spare two hours, another two hours, go and watch that on VOD. Um, uh we'll figure out something to play for this week somebody suggested that we play a fishing tournament which i think would be hilarious uh seeing as i've got a new high spec machine and we can watch me base fish (laughs) bass fish sorry base um next week (laughs) is that wide mouth base yeah (laughs) wide mouth wide mouth uh flying v base um (laughs) we don't have base fish in new zealand so whatever clearly <laughs> um got the base and the trout and the salmon <laughs> baby you got a stew going um <laughs> we'll be back next week with the resupply and then we have dnd next next week no dnd tomorrow unfortunately uh but seeing as i have this machine and i have nothing i'm supposed to be doing tomorrow because uh my wife is going to do fun shit without me um i might just jump on and 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 stream something i'll find something to play maybe me and gray will will play some fun games together we'll see um thunderdome saturday thunderdome sunday (laughs) (laughs) um but for this week i've been guy next door i've been dk and i've been fan always remember to backtrack kids uh we will see you next week there can be only one there could be only one See ya.